We look out at a barren landscape, relentlessly gray and frigid fucking cold. There is an ambient wind that blows without end, and it penetrates you to your very bones. No manner of coat, be it cloth or fur or any kind, seems to do a goddamn thing in this place. We see a camp made of odds and ends of things. A bunch of crap that doesn't belong together has been tacked together as best as possible into makeshift dwellings for the folks who live here. Ramshackle cottages dot the permafrost field. To call it a village would be generous, as there are less than two dozen residents. Most of them are little gnomes with tall pointy hats. <laughs> <laughs> but you see at least one short orc among them, maybe even an elf. And they live happy there in their own way. They have no love for peace or society, and you can see it in the way they live and in the way their homes are built haphazardly. But they are united by one thing. An admiration for their leader, Her Highness, the tallest gnome. <laughs> At the highest point in the camp is a bivouac built around a crashed bus that serves as a bunkhouse for the inner circle of this anarchistic town. The bus looks as though it fell from the sky, because it did, and large support beams have been wedged at angles to keep it structurally sound. A fold-out card table is set up with some chairs, yesterday's drink cup still strewn about, and a bowl for playing Snapdragon. There's a workshop-looking area and a hole? Some peculiar kind of tunnel that has a little awning built over it. This is where our he heroes, our player characters, I don't know <laughs> if you're heroes. This is where our player characters are now, enjoying some downtime before the sky goes dark and the cold becomes dangerous. At this point, the place they came from, what we know to be called the Overgrown, is a distant memory. Perhaps they've always been here. Perhaps it was their desperate imaginations that invented a story of a warmer past. A time before they found themselves lost in the wild. This is the third installment of a Shrimp and Crit spinoff series where we explore small vignettes of the impossibly diverse and fantastical world from which the overgrown is veiled. In each episode of Lost in the Wild, we'll play different games with different guests. Today we're playing the second edition of Apocalypse World by D. Vincent Baker and McGay Baker, which is exciting because this is the game that Monster of the Week, which we all play, and many of the games that we played on this podcast are based off. Anything that's powered by the apocalypse owes a lot of credit to this game for setting up the design philosophy. We'll get to the game in a bit, but why don't our three esteemed guests go ahead and introduce yourselves and the characters you'll be playing. Um, who, wants, who do you want to go, go first? <laughs> We're great at this. Oh. Are we going to oldest to youngest? Rude. <laughs> you are the executive producer. Yeah, let's get the executive producer to go first. <laughs> My name is Johnny, and I will be playing Mort Finger, the savvy head. A weird little guy. <laughs> Kind of a workshoppy guy. I'm Lauren, and I'm going to be playing Aubrey Love, and I will be playing the Hocus. She's, you know, just your run-of-the-mill, you know, cult leader. It's fine. <laughs> On brand. We can't take you anywhere. <laughs> Hello, this is Maya. I'm going to be playing a character that they call Gull, 
and her playbook is the gun lugger. Badass. So she's good with guns. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. It's a little bit. Yeah, she. I mean, she technically is like a small gang, so. <laughs> I love it. Thanks. We are joined also by someone you might be familiar with. Hi, I'm Ryan Stroud. (laughs) (laughs) It's me. I'm Cap. I am playing the child thing, Icky. (laughs) You may remember Ryan and Katie. They're enjoying a little vacay, which they have earned from from us. You know, we give them some time (laughs) off and that's okay, right? Not paid time off. Right? (laughs) No PTO here at Shrimp and Crits. (laughs) One thing I wanted to do before we, this is, you know, just a bookkeeping thing. I rarely ever do like a disclaimer or anything other than the content warnings we do, but I'm going to say a little thing. Apocalypse World has some really uh, edgy, like kind of edgelord copy. (laughs) Just in the way that the game is designed. Some of it is called for because of the gritty nature of the genre. Some of it, eh, uh, either way, regardless of how we feel about it, we'll be reading some moves that mention sex, violence, and occasional ableist language. Uh, We always have content warnings in our show notes, but be advised that this episode may be a little more adult than usual. I think it's fair to say. It was weird to hear you curse in that opening narration. Of <laughs> I know, I was trying to lean into it. I changed the word stuff to crap at some point. Oh, wow. I did a curse. I'm going to wash your mouth out after this. But we can curse, yes? Oh, yeah. Oh, you can okay. curse up a storm. We always we curse. Always curse. It's just yeah. not Ian, typically. <laughs> just he plays like sure. little old ladies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, let's get our pre-session rolls out of the way. I think two of you have those yeah i'm supposed to roll fortunes to decide if i am in surplus or in want for my followers i think it's with a fortune roll or something i have plus one fortune so i'm assuming that's what it's for yeah yeah then roll Mm -hmm. plus one Mm -hmm. okay okay that is a nine on the dice plus one so ten so they have a surplus which is good which means for myself i have more goods to barter with and then i also have access to the augury move and they're extra violent (laughs) (laughs) those violent little gnomes Mm -hmm. i think your cult specifically gives you plus two barter when you roll a success on this move is that right Mm -hmm. yep so that gives you two more to barter with which is pretty nice Mm -hmm. Uh, okay so johnny i think that Mort has a move called Bone Feel. He sure does. <laughs> it's called what? <laughs> is that like mouth feel? <laughs> bone feel? <laughs> you heard what he said. <laughs> I was going to say during the content warning, some of the stuff might be due to how the game is designed. Some of it is going to be our fault. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to talk about wieners and stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I recommend it only to people who are specifically in eighth grade. So that, <laughs> I rolled a 10. Nice. Awesome. Uh, read what happens on Bonefield. I don't actually remember it. <laughs> yep. I'm going to giggle every time. Yeah, that's, that's great. <laughs> on a 10 plus, I hold one plus one, which I, I can tell I think means two. At any time, I can spend my hold to have me already be there. 
mm-hmm. with the proper tools and knowledge with or without any clear explanation why. <laughs> oh, if my hold is one plus one, I also then take plus one forward. Okay. Cool. So you can, this is like the experts, mm. the experts mm-hmm. move in um, Monster of the Week, kind of. Like you can show up somewhere and be like, oh, I was already there with the stuff I need. Yeah, yeah. I knew I was going to have to be here because of course I did. Mm-hmm. I'm savvy. And then one plus one means you get plus one forward and also you hold one, I think. Nice. Yep. Cool. Rock and roll. So that being said, I kind of set the scene of where you're at, your little encampment here in the center of this ramshackle town. What does your average day look like? Like, what are you up to? How do you spend your spend your days surviving this wasteland or the boredom or whatever? Phase one, scrounging. I'm out there looking for stuff, looking for something that might be valuable, something that might be interesting, something that might be useful. Stage two, lounging. I just <laughs> chill for the afternoon. <laughs> And what does Mort look like? Mort is a weird little guy, uh, stocky, <laughs> about four and a half feet tall, with long, agile fingers. And I always wear like oh. thick coveralls and big, stupid goggles and long hair that I pull back into a sensible, rough braid, pulled back with like a, a bandana. Mm, okay. On any given day, it's 50 50 whether I have eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Your eyebrow hair must grow back very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a family curse. <laughs> you never know where they're going to pop up either. <laughs> That's right. You got to keep an eye on those fingers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you might get a little bone feel in there. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, this is all just super normal. I don't hear it. <laughs> Let's get you out scrounging around a little bit for stuff and things does that sound like a fun thing yeah it's my it's my first favorite part of the day (laughs) you have like anyone you work like is there an npc we can have hanging out with you do you have like maybe someone who got lost with you who helps you build stuff and scavenge or are you just fly solo i definitely want to have a a lab assistant that sounds great <laughs> but i also think they're not very good at it like we fell in together because we probably arrived at the same time and i had a more viable skill like there's something like a a, a poet or an english teacher <laughs> where their skills aren't necessarily going to translate very well over here <laughs> surprisingly you'd be surprised in the wild <laughs> an english teacher and a mechanic walk into a, a wasteland Stop me if you've heard this one before. One of them walks out with no eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So I think I'm going to have you roll. Uh, Let's just have you read a sitch. Let's see how that goes and see if we can make any of these questions relevant to the situation. All right. I'm average at that. Ah, shit. (laughs) See, there's that cursing from before. Sounded like a lot of dice. (laughs) (laughs) Just two. They're just a little chaotic. That's an 11. Nice. All right, then you get to hold three. Okay, and oops, now I have to find what the questions are. I'll say them for the audience while you look for them. Uh, Where's my best escape route way in, way past? Which enemy is most vulnerable to me? Which enemy is the biggest threat? What should I be on the lookout for? What's my enemy's true position, and who's in control here? Okay. This isn't perfect for scavenging, but we'll... We'll give you some maybe information here that you can use going forward. 
I want to start with what should I be on the lookout for? And I want to kind of see if I can't charm you into uh, letting that be a sort of oops adjacent. Like what's what's the most <laughs> likely thing in this particular area of my scrounging to be useful to me? I think you've been becoming increasingly aware that this place, this wasteland is dangerous. And many of the beings you've come uh, in contact with have been hostile or um, have been desperate for things and uh, dangerous and and wanting things from you and trying to trick you. And you've been realizing more and more that you and specifically the people that you bunk with here, this cult is not very well armed. I think that you find some weird rocks and you pick one up and you're like, ah, well, this is just a rock and you throw it aside. And when it hits the ground, it kind of like puffs, like almost like a very small explosion. Mm-hmm. It puffs in this like purple sparkle, like kind of like a, mm-hmm. almost like a, it's hit with a small, a tiny lightning bolt and just explodes into dust. You found here uh, something to look out for. You found this, you know, magical gunpowder. Pop rocks. <laughs> yeah, so yeah exactly. I'm going to call them pop rocks. <laughs> oh, pop rocks is definitely what we're calling it. That's fantastic. Come at us, Nestle. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that makes sense to ask is who's in charge here? Who's in control here? I think that given that we use these moves in context of what you are doing, I think that I'll just confirm what we've already sort of gone over. That the de facto, even if like you, Icky, and Gull don't necessarily agree with it or like it, the de facto leader of this place is Aubrey. Me! Because she commands all of these faithful s- servants in a way. Cool. <laughs> Maybe you pass by some gnomes and they're chattering about uh, how much they just love the, the tallest gnome. <laughs> our, our highness... The, the light and the dark, the et cetera, et cetera. Mother of dragons. Yes. <laughs> Ugh, still. Uh. <laughs> they just got it out here in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're in season three. <laughs> I don't know, I guess, which, which enemy, you said there's a bunch of things that are uh, threatening. Which of them is the most vulnerable to me or potentially to these pop rocks? Ooh. I think that that is a very good question. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that out of the things you've heard about out there in the wild, in this strange, desolate wasteland, mm-hmm. you haven't seen Gnometopia. You've only heard of Gnometopia. <laughs> but you get the sense that these gnomes, so many of these gnomes wouldn't be defecting to this strange cult in the middle of nowhere uh, if they were, you know, super, super well-organized or well-defended. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, it is your your uh, assistant, your lab assistant. <laughs> are they out there with you? Yes. What What is their name? What are they? What's, describe them for a bit for me. I'm imagining just a very, like... English professor straight out of central casting. I think he's very tall after having been out here. His beard and hair is a bit more shaggy than it otherwise would have been, but probably somewhere in his 50s and glasses. 
mm-hmm. maybe still tries to wear the nice clothes that he came here in, but they're yep. all torn and tattered. The tweed pants and jackets. Uh, so, so Mort, um, does he call you Mort or does he call, <laughs> does he call you, God forbid, Finger? Is <laughs> Mister Finger? Mister Finger, yeah. <laughs> I think he calls me Mort, and I call him Doc. Nice, cool. Whoa. I love that. I love that. Doc is great. So, Mort, um, since we're out here, you know, away from everyone else, um, have you given any more thought to my get the hell out of here idea? No. <laughs> these, these people. That if uh, people is a loose. Um, term here. Uh, they seem, they seem dangerous, don't they? They seem unhinged, don't they? <laughs> go on. Well, I think that we should go it alone for a little while. I know we've kind of uh, fallen in here, but I don't know that this is the right crowd for us. Don't you agree? You just want to hit the road alone so you can put all the food on the high shelf. Well, well, yes, that's part of it. We don't have to... We're good at... Fo- Look, we found these popping rocks, as you call them. <laughs> yeah, we... Well, I was here, you know, so a good luck thing, perhaps. And that's all I'm saying is that maybe we wouldn't have to share it as much. We would have more uh, to ourselves if we just went alone. I mean, we, we don't have to do it now. I just... It's just a thought. I mean, this lady with the pink hair gives me the... I did, would, wouldn't even like it when my students would dye their hair pink. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, it's a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should call them boomer rocks. <laughs> well... You raise an interesting point. Maybe I'll talk it over with the others, and we'll see if we shouldn't leave them. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> what? Huh? Mort, you are just dense sometimes. I no, don't talk. This is a secret. I'm, this is a secret plan. Just Why? you and me, old friends. Why are we whispering? <laughs> oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh hell yeah! What is this? What is uh, this thing? Oh, the, oh, it's uh, Icky. Oh, hello. I ate a wrench. <laughs> did, did you say you ate a wrench? I, I ate a wrench. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mort. That was my wrench. Oh, good. <laughs> but it wasn't the good one. No, no problem, kiddo. Okay. What are you guys talking about? This guy thinks we should go on our own away from the rest of you. Well, that's silly. That's what I said. Well, I didn't say it, but I was going to. He's just pinching the bridge of his <laughs> I think that he even has glasses on that don't have lenses anymore. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Bud. I think we should get back. The wolves are coming. Can't you see them more? Ooh, want to see something cool? Speaking of sea, reach down and grab one of these pop rocks and just huck it at his face. At Icky's feet. Oh my god. Ah! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. I'm gonna eat that rock. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Stop Nobody me. look at me. I get embarrassed. <laughs> Turn away. <laughs> Why don't you open your brain to the world? <laughs> no, now, now, now. My child thing special is that in addition to food, you eat bizarre things. Metal, <laughs> people, plastic, mines, electricity, art. Yeah. Art. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's totally that's totally fine. But you you ate something Weird. that explodes in your mouth. <laughs> this isn't like a pain. The psychic maelstrom can give you information. This is like mm-hmm. a, a potential can give you heartburn. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I have a mouth. It's plus uh, weird, by the way. Oh well, that's gonna be good, isn't it? Let's see what happens. Uh, that is nine on the dice plus two is eleven. Very nice. Nice. Uh, on a hit, the MC, that's me, tells you something new and interesting about the current situation and might ask you a question or two, and you have to answer them. So I think what I'm going to tell you is that when you bite into this, it explodes mm-hmm. uh, in this way. You can tell that it does have like a force to it. It doesn't hurt you, but it could. And you feel a magical wave just kind of zip through your body. And it's kind of the similar feeling you get when the wolves are talking to you, you know, like this, uh, this whispering um, weirdness that kind of just entrances you at times. But instead of that, it's like a, like a buzzing that just quickly zaps through your body and then it's gone. You should try it. It tastes like music. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Let me say that uh, Icky is a uh, child-sized creature. I put Jawa-esque mm-hmm. in the way that uh, there's just these glowing eyes inside of darkness of a hood, and then you can see wrapped hands and wrapped feet, but pretty much every time you look at Icky, their proportions are different, taller, shorter, all over the place. One leg longer than the other, one arm longer than the other, and then when you look back, they are in a different amalgamation each time i love them <laughs> defend at all costs <laughs> oh and also icky has a uh metal contraption attached to their back that is shaped in the form of fairy wings they don't fly or move but they are quite sharp <laughs> oh <Love> boy <laughs> there's kind of a latent whisper that you always hear that's just kind of a repetitive like are you lost you must be lost where are you? Everyone be quiet. I gotta listen. But but now <laughs> but now some of the verbiage of these whispers has changed to they're coming. It's not safe. Mm. It's not safe. You should go. Go back to camp. It's not safe. If he sprints back to camp without saying a word to anyone else. <laughs> but like in a zigzag formation. Mort's going to turn to Doc and shrug and be like, well, and then. (laughs) (laughs) They've never been wrong before. (laughs) Also sprint back to camp, also in a zigzag formation. (laughs) Doc goes. (sighs) And just follows, but not in a zigzag (laughs) formation. At this point, we're going to go, I guess, to the other two. Uh, So. There is one thing I missed. There's one thing I forgot to do is that at the beginning of a session or the beginning of a day, I suppose, you have to choose to spend either zero, one, or two of your barter to 
determine your lifestyle for the day. Zero is like you're going to starve, like you're not doing great. Mm -hmm. One is a normal lifestyle, and two is like if you want to be living a decadent, like, you know. I spend two. I'm eating grapes. (laughs) (laughs) I have it to spare. Predictable. (laughs) But yeah, that goes for all four of you. Is this the only time you can use your bartering points? No, barter actually is very useful. You can, first of all, use barter to like automatically convince, like without manipulating or convincing. Mm -hmm. uh, You can use it to make people do stuff you want them to do. Mm. You can also, as a one-time expenditure and a very, uh, and very subject to availability, one barter could count for uh, bribes, fees, gifts, a few sessions higher of simple labor, a few sessions maintenance and repairs for a high-performance vehicle, uh, a few sessions tribute to a warlord. The material costs for – basically, you can use it to buy basic stuff that's uh, mm-hmm. defined in that little area. And then, yeah, the other thing that I've mentioned already is you can give barter – you can give one barter to someone but with strings attached. It counts as manipulating them and hitting the roll with a 10-plus, no leverage or roll required. Um, and then you can also use it if you want to, like, buy a weapon or something like that. Okay. I'm not going to spend any. You're going to starve. <laughs> I'll be fine. It's one night, one day. Yeah, I think I'm also not going to spend any because I can eat rocks. <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> and maybe Doc is right. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, so back at the camp, Gull and Aubrey, what are you two doing? I'm probably just, you know, having a good time, enjoying the decadence. I might like kind of imagine that like some of the gnomes maybe like put on like a little performance or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like entertainment and I'm just kind of like watching. Um Maybe hearing, like, you know, if they're gossiping about anything or whatever, but she's kind of just chilling and having a good time. She likes being pampered. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. They're, like, mm-hmm. sta- they're standing on each other's shoulders and the top one is juggling or something. You know, something like <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah, well, if you said you want to listen for them, like, gossiping or what happened, yeah. uh, why yeah. don't you read a sitch? Okay. All right. So, read a sitch is plus sharp. Oh, okay. Well, first one's a six, which is good. Oh, second one's a six. Uh, but I have minus one. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, then, yeah, you that ten plus either way. So um, mm-hmm. ask three. Yeah. I guess I would like to know, yeah, what's, like, the biggest threat? Is there anything that they've, like, identified in the area maybe that's could be dangerous or something? Threaten the party, you know? I don't think that your sweet, precious gnomes would dare to mention any threat to you in front of you, like to <laughs> or to you directly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think definitely you have to overhear them, um, but you maybe hear a couple of them talking to each other, um, and they say, Who do you think is more dangerous, uh, Her Highness or, you know, Queen Map? It was, oh, definitely her highness. Sh- shut up. Don't even say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh my god, I love them. <laughs> Little reality TV. <laughs> This is so entertaining. She loves it. Okay, so she, they mentioned Queen Mab and whether or not who's stronger. Okay. So second question. I guess on that same route there, um, what's my enemy's true position? What's what's the scoop about Queen Mab? What's her deal? <laughs> <laughs> I think that here, where is sort of a, uh, could be a pretty wonky question, but... You've heard that Queen Mab's castle Mm -hmm. is out in the dead woods, like a big forest with no leaves uh, Mm -hmm. that's very snowy. Everything is very snowy there. But it's called the dead woods. Okay. What should I be on the lookout for? This isn't the first time you've heard of Queen Mab. I think that perhaps you've heard of your followers when out foraging have been approached by Queen Mab's members uh her soldiers or what have you Mm -hmm. so i think that you should be on the lookout for anything approaching your town okay but that being said you are watching this performance and you are listening for gossip of ones that are not performing Mm -hmm. and you feel a little tug on your sleeve um i'll look down (laughs) (laughs) i assume (laughs) yeah you look down and you see the uh you see the the orc that is one of your followers ah okay think just standard tolkien-esque orc not gonna elaborate a whole lot there Mm -hmm. Um, but he looks up at you he's got a little scroll in his hand Mm -hmm. and he says hello um my my sweet uh baby no no, um (laughs) Uh, my queen, uh, ray of sunshine in the uh, dark, through through yes, yes. the dark mm-hmm. winter clouds. Yes, um, I uh, wrote you a a poem, <laughs> and uh, it's, oh my gosh, what is it about? It's um, well, I it's it says it doth it doth say the <laughs> things well. I hope that you read it. Yes. Oh. And he <laughs> reaches up as far as his arm will extend. Oh my god! Yeah, she's gonna. T- she'll take it, and then I think she'll kind of like. He just hands me this thing. I think she'll kind of like squeeze his hand, like you know, kind of as a gesture of like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is so kind of you. What's your name again? Sorry, I forgot. I keep forgetting. It's Crook the Throat Eater. Oh, crook the throat eater. Right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for this. I will make sure to read this. Okay. Goodbye. And then, yep. he, and then he runs away. Go eat some throats later. Bye. This is the only character I care about. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> this intro was so that TikTok that... Uh, mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. <laughs> mommy? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess she might she might read the, the poem and uh, see if it's any good. It's um not good. It's not good. <laughs> well, at least you tried. It's like <sighs> she is pretty. She <laughs> is powerful. Mm-hmm. She is, like it's just like not even really <laughs> a poem. It's just stuff you wrote down. Mm-hmm. 
but you can read a person. Let's have you read a person. <gasps> okay. Because you're read reading a person's person. innermost thoughts and feelings. Oh, uh, another sharp. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Eh. Not as good, but it's a seven. Okay, so hold one. Ooh, okay, so I can ask, is your character telling the truth? What's your character really feeling? What does your character intend to do? What does your character wish I'd do? How could I get your character to blank? What does this in character intend to do, I guess? Impress you. Just impress me? Okay. He wants desperately to just, I think that you made his mm-hmm. whole week just by <laughs> acknowledging his oh. poem. Yeah, okay. What a little sweetheart. I'll fold up the poem and I'll look at, was it, was it Kirk? I forget. This bodes well for my character. I won't remind you. Oh my gosh, this is so sweet. I, I just adore it. These are like some really positive affirmations. I will make sure to read them later when I go to bed too. Could you just, like, do me a favor, and could you just, like, maybe watch the walls and make sure that there's, like, none of Queen Mab's, like, weirdos watching us or anything? I'd really appreciate it. You say that to Croc? Yes. Ha ha, Croc. <laughs> Damn it. Spoiled <laughs> again. Uh, yes, uh, I would love to watch, I love to watch the walls. <laughs> I would go stand and watch the, look at the, um, I'll look at them. Or from from them from yes. them. Oh, good job. Yes, and tell me if you see anything right away. Okay. Okay, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> I will. T- goodbye. Thank good, you. Goodbye. Thank you for okay. reading. Um, you're you're very welcome. Okay. All right. Okay. I lo- I I I <laughs> wish you I wish you a. a good- <laughs> <laughs> I wish you a very good day. Goodbye. You too. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Gull, did you see that? Wasn't he the sweetest? Gull? <laughs> I just got sworn she was right here. Uh, Ian, where is like the highest place that sort of like can overlook everything? I think on top of the bus. This is a very barren kind of uh, plane here, mm-hmm. a tundra of sorts. So I think that the highest place is going to be on top of the bus because you're already kind of on the, you know, the plateau or the hill mm-hmm. that this t- little shanty town is built around. Okay. I think that's where Gull is going to be. And I think just sort of looking out and scoping a little bit. Uh, you're so hungry. You're so freaking hungry. <laughs> you pass out on top of that boat. I'm definitely going to distract uh, myself from, like, the hunger by, I guess, cleaning my machete and sharpening it. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> uh, I can have you read a sitch since you said you're kind of keeping mm-hmm. a lookout while Yay. you polish this machete. Um, I love, by the way, the image of all these like sweet little cartoon. In my head, they're cartoons. These sweet little cartoon gnomes, and then you're just up here with guns on your shoulder, <laughs> polishing probably a bloody machete. Yeah, yeah. I guess to give a picture to uh, our listeners, uh, Gull is like a five foot five girl, probably 
mid-twenties at this point. Mm-hmm. Dirty Blonde Hair has, like, camo pants, combat boots. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Many layers, like a black zip-up hoodie with this, like, long vest. Like, you kind of like the one that Matthew Mercer wears. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I think, like, uh, a red scarf. Maybe something over her, like, mouth. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But usually has, like, the scarf in her hood up. But yeah, and lots of guns. <laughs> lots of lots of guns. Does the red scarf mean that she was a huge Swifty before she was um, <laughs> became this jaded monster? It's more it's more of like a military type scarf, mm-hmm. not a fashionable scarf. <laughs> I will have you know. Love it. We can um, we can probably get the gnomes to start singing around and send Taylor Swift if you want. Like if that's your thing, Gall, we we can do that. Neat. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I rolled a four for my Rita Stitch. Oh, no. I rolled snake eyes. On a miss, ask one anyway, but be prepared for the worst. Yay. Cool, 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 I love cool. this. Um, well, at least you get some information. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or do you? <laughs> if shit were to hit the fan where we're at right now, what would be our best way out? Yeah, I think it would be getting to the horses, which are probably stabled pretty close to this central area where the quote-unquote leaders of the town dwell. So yeah, probably getting to the horses and getting out the back way of the town. Okay. As far as being prepared for the worst, I think that you are polishing this machete and you see a little glint of light. and You see it. Uh, on the other side of the bus from where Aubrey and her little gnome show are uh, <laughs> enjoying the cool. day. And you see a small uh, sprite. And this sprite is familiar to you. Uh, their name is Splurt. Splurt. <laughs> and they work for... Uh, they work for Fickle, who is the fairy who stole your name your true name, your real name that you don't remember. Uh, and there, I guess I should say, they're kind of beckoning you over. They're being like, Psst. <sighs> Hop off of the bus. <laughs> and I'll make my way towards Blurt. <laughs> hey, girl! What's up, girlfriend? <laughs> girlfriend! <laughs> you look hungry. Are you hungry? I'm just going to give him, like piercing eyes okay um anyway do you want like a, a gobbleberry or something no okay all right fine uh anyway uh fickle needs something needs you to do something you know like and i think if they said that this might be like the thing you gotta do to like get your name back maybe <laughs> <laughs> what do they want so fickle wants you to you know you ever heard of the hodag no i don't know any of the creatures that are here but fickle wants you to take the hodag like steal it or like let it go you know steal it and let it go are two different things I don't know, whatever, whichever one, you know. (laughs) (laughs) 
You can definitely try to read a person here if you want. Yeah, I'm going to try and read this person. <sighs> Come on, dice. Fuck you, dice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to be a six. <laughs> nice. You get to ask one anyway, at least. Yeah. I like this game. I like that this game does that. That's nice. That's, thing. that's a nice. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if anything, is this character telling the truth? You can tell that they are kind of telling the truth. And I think that you can tell that the terms of this are different from what they appear. And there might be more to it for both sides is what I'll give you. Might be good for the for both you and Fickle, even more so than they're letting on. Mm. Yeah, it does seem a little general for a fairy. But in terms of being prepared for the worst, mm. for the move I get to take here on a miss, I think that everyone kind of culminates back in this wreck area at the same time. I think that Icky and Mort and even Doc. You look out over the camp as... A clamor of guffaws and chatter piques your interest. Uh, and what you see, all of you, is an enormous orange sphere rolling towards you. Uh-huh. Gull, by the way, Splurt says, like, Kay will be in touch! And then, like, just disappears. <sighs> so this is happening as you return to the to your perch. But yeah, as you look at this orange, this enormous orange sphere, it reaches the threshold of what you would consider your land, and it destroys some of the outer fencing as it passes. It's still distant, rolling slowly and purposefully towards you. I think, Aubrey, your followers probably look at you for guidance. Uh, But all of you, what do you do? There's this big old rolling sphere coming towards, like, the camp. Yep. Hold on. Do I smell gobbleberries? (laughs) Splurt here. Um, Splurt owes me a song. I feel like Aubrey would just, yeah, tell it. Um, ooh, could I actually use my augury move here? Potentially. Ooh. Yeah. What does this look like? Because you have to use your followers, right, as some kind of weird. <laughs> yes, I do. They. So how it says it on my my sheet is that my followers taken as a body constitute a powerful psychic antenna. So, (laughs) and it gives me access to, uh, to the move Augury. I kind of imagine that it's almost like she, like she gets like these like splitting headaches when like she's in a panic Mm -hmm. and she kind of is just like, Oh my gosh, we have to hide or something. Ow, that thing is going to crush us. And then I think she just like, kind of taps into whatever this psychic maelstrom is and tries to use one of these effects if she can. All right, roll plus weird. And it almost kind of, yeah, just like is channeling the people around her. Um, Okay. I think all the gnomes that are stacked up on each other are this <laughs> are this antenna and all of their eyes glow blue mm-hmm. as they channel this magic for you. Okay. So I rolled a nine. So I get to choose one. By default, the effect will last only as long as you maintain it, will reach only shallowly into the world psychic maelstrom as it is local to you, and will bleed instability. On a 10 plus, choose two. On a seven and nine, choose one. 
reach through the world psychic maelstrom to something or someone connected to it. Isolate and protect a person or thing from the world's psychic maelstrom. Isolate and contain a fragment of the world's psychic maelstrom itself. Insert information into the world's psychic maelstrom or open a window. I, my intent in here is to protect this place. So would that be the isolate and protect a, like a person or thing? Or could I do the isolate and contain a fragment so that it's like uh, stable and we could maybe have time to get out? I don't know which one would be more <laughs> effective in this instance, but I'm thinking maybe the isolate and contain a fragment would make more sense so that it gives everybody time to, to scatter and get out of the way. Sure, yeah. So you kind of you get this channeling of magic from the uh, the acrobatic juggling gnomes <laughs> and uh there's even maybe at the tip of the pointy hat of the one that's standing on top of this gnomish pyramid like from the point of this hat uh, like <laughs> you know when you see a cartoon of a radio tower and you can see yeah. the radio waves yes like, it's coming off this hat <laughs> <laughs> you see the waves and then you see a gathering of your followers mm-hmm. uh far away near this big orange sphere and they turn to the sphere and their hands extend and roots come up from the ground and kind of grab this this orange ball uh, and keep it where it is for the moment. Nice. Um, and so then I get to choose, I have to choose another one. Yeah, I'm going to do it stable and contained, no bleeding. So it's kind of like held there. Yeah, sure. And I think it was maybe even about to, it's like maybe a little bit larger than one of these gnome houses mm-hmm. and it was about to just kind of roll right over one um, and you've kind of kept it here Ugh. from destroying any actual structures mm-hmm. something is you can't exactly tell what's going on with it but it begins to move okay but in play like something something's going on with it within it kind of can't exactly tell yeah okay. can you compare it to the size of something and is it like a beach ball or is it like a house or a like, wrecking what, ball, what, what or, yeah, <laughs> bigger yeah. Bigger than a loaf of bread. <laughs> Is it a bread mm. box? <laughs> the gnome, the gnome houses are well; they're at least large enough for Rooster's truck to crash into. Sure, sure. So it is probably a little bit larger than one of these tiny cottages. So, like, to compare it to a real thing, it's about the size. I mean, taller, but about the size of a car. Okay, like a it's pretty big. I'm going to throw my boomerang at it. Everybody look out. <laughs> I duck and cover. Uh, uh, then I think <laughs> you're suckering someone. You have to kind of run closer to it to do this. Uh, but when you attack someone unsuspecting or helpless, uh, ask the MC if you could miss. Uh, if you could treat it as going aggro. I don't think you could miss. Okay. Um, so what is your? what's the harm your boomerang does? Uh, boomerang is two harm hand slow. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so you run down the hill and chuck this boomerang, and I think the boomerang moves maybe even <laughs> like way slower than it should. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you can almost keep up with your boomerang. <laughs> uh. Oh, I was just going to say it's really easy to catch when it's so slow when it comes back. <laughs> it's really very convenient that way. Mm-hmm. It strikes the orange, uh, which as you get closer to, you see 
that the skin of it does resemble the skin of an actual (laughs) giant orange. It's like James and the Giant Peach, except it's an orange. (laughs) Uh, And your boomerang begins its slow return to you. But suddenly, a line is cut through the skin of it. Uh, Although you don't see a blade. Like... Uh, It starts where your strike was, but it cuts a rectangular pattern until a flap opens and peels off to make an exit ramp for this otherworldly vessel. Mm. The tangerine's having babies, everybody. Look out. (laughs) Step back. Doc, get over here. Doc, quick. (laughs) Would this be a good situation for the you're the cat move? Or maybe it's stand watch. Maybe, or, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's up to you. Like, what are you, whatever you're mechanically trying to accomplish here? I think the keep watch. I'm not yet prepared to lay fire on them. Okay, then go ahead and roll plus sharp. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have rolled, you could have rolled cool. It's fine. It's fine. My sharp is fine. Um, that's going to be an eight. Hold two. During the battle, spend your hold one for one. Okay, so you can kind of do this as it becomes relevant, mm-hmm. but I'm fine with you also using it now. It's up to you. I'm going to wait, see how it all plays out, because I think that's my intention. Feel free to interrupt if you need to. Will do. <laughs> um, yeah, I think as the rest of you scurry over here, and maybe Gull, I don't know, I am, now I'm just thinking that you like find high ground wherever you, <laughs> wherever you go. <laughs> So how far is it from, like, the bus? Is it very far? No, I mean, like, 20 people live here, so I think that it's, like, <laughs> maybe 50 yards, right? Like, you mm-hmm. you can run up no problem. I'll continue with the group, but I'll be on, like, high alert. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, as you all kind of gather around this giant orange, <laughs> <laughs> the peel that came off becomes an exit ramp for it, and you see a number of figures marching down uh, not necessarily in order but there are uh, a handful of sort of foot soldiers here hmm. and uh, one of them perhaps the leader an orc says which one of you is the one they call Aubrey love <laughs> you just see like a pink head just like <laughs> can like hide behind like the fence that around this place oh, oh boy I'm not here I'm not here <laughs> All the gnomes turn to look at you. Hi, <laughs> I am Aubrey. <laughs> Chaos uh, Goblin. He looks at you, Icky, and he says, Queen Mab, rightful ruler of the unseelie and the winter court, requests I speak with you in private. And kind of gestures behind him into the orange. Perfect. <laughs> um, well, I love where this is going. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Let me just change into my finery. <laughs> I want to eavesdrop on this meeting so bad. I, w- <laughs> I think you just hear like Aubrey like whispering at Key and just like, Icky, come, Icky, over here. Icky. Hold on, I must speak to my personal trainer. <laughs> I'll be right back. <clears throat> That's not what a personal trainer means. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> I'm gonna turn to Aubrey. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh huh. Um. What are you doing? You're you're 
go in there? Well, you didn't seem like you wanted to. Well, I didn't realize they wanted to, the queen wanted to talk to me. It's kind of an honor, right? I, no, I think I think this weird orange man wants to talk to you. Okay. I don't think the queen's here. I didn't smell any queens. But they want to talk to her. They, they want to bring me to her, talk to her. Hmm. So, like, that's kind of an honor, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But also it could yeah. be, like, a trap. Yeah. So what do you think? Should we, like, come up with, like, a little, like, trick or something in case it's, like, a prank and, like, they want to hurt us or something? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm counting on you for the pranks. Okay. I'm going to need Doc's glasses. Okay. Perfect. Um, Doc? Yes? Doc, can, can you come here, please? Uh, I'm, I really don't. Whatever yeah, you, come here. whatever you're doing, <laughs> I don't want to get involved. I have work. <laughs> I just need your glasses for like a little bit. How are you trying to convince him to give you these glasses? <laughs> um, you know, I do have some barter I could use to just convince him that way. Sure. What's something that he would like? He's like an English professor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I just you like. You have gosh. a poem in your pocket. I was just gonna. <laughs> I, was like, I was gonna say I might I might have like a poem or like maybe a book or something that I could give to him. I have some literature that you might find interesting. Indigenous literature. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite fascinating, really. Um. Sure. I mean, I need the glasses to read it, so... They don't even have frames. Look, um, <laughs> there's a lot we've uh, we've set aside when we've come to this wild place. You know, I really um, think you'd look great in some context. Like, you, your eyes would really pop. Are you familiar with the short story, Time Enough at Last? <laughs> at this point, if there were contacts, I would use... Anyway, yes, you can borrow... Borrow, operative word, my sure. glasses. Um, and yeah, you can use one barter to automatically succeed. Sweet. On a seduce or manipulate someone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Doc. Enjoy. And she like pats him on the chest. As she like gives him the poem. <clears throat> well, this is the best poem I have read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's a cultural studies comparative literature. <laughs> <laughs> the perspective is just something I've never, it's never occurred to me before. Fifth person? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And then, uh, yeah, Aubrey will give these uh, glasses to Icky. Perfect. I eat them immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. I don't know what you guys expected. (laughs) I I should have saw that coming. Um... (laughs) Let's go. I'm ready. Okay. Wait, so am I going or are you? I I don't know what the plan is. That's what I was wondering. (laughs) I don't know. I was just hungry. Okay. You can go. That's fine. I'll go. But you guys, like, maybe just keep, like, an eye out or something or be close by just in case. Okay. Okay, I'm coming. (laughs) Can I try to do something? There's a move called the Mother's Heartbeat where I basically disappear into the psychic maelstrom mm-hmm. and I can reappear. Yeah. And like watch and hear what's happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to try to just like eat these glasses, then fold into nothingness. 
Would you kindly read the move for me? Mm-hmm. I would love to. The mother's heartbeat. When you withdraw into the world's psychic maelstrom, roll plus weird. Then yeah, roll it plus weird. Oh, that's an 11 on the dice. Plus two is a 13. Nice. Amazing. What are your options? I get to choose two. So there's meanwhile, the while you're in the maelstrom, you can still watch and hear what's happening where you were. You can reemerge in a different place. You're healed of all harm, and you can bring someone in or out with you. Mm. Can I reemerge somewhere and then stay still and watch and hear what's happening where I am? If you're trying to reemerge in the in the orange. The, I'm trying to go into the orange and then watch and hear what's happening while I'm there. Yeah, yeah. I think that you'll be still in the maelstrom. Like yeah. the maelstrom is sort of like uh, you're both there and here kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Sort of like the upside down where they're like there, but then they can sometimes interact with the stuff. So like, right. it's like you go into the upside down and then you choose the option to be able to hear, uh, and so you can like pierce that veil, but you're still invisible. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I just fold up like origami until I'm nothing. <laughs> and then- <laughs> So what is that? You get two options, though, right? Yeah, so one is to reemerge in a different place, and one is to watch and hear what's happening. So I want to... Oh, cool, 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 cool. Go in there, go into the tangerine, and then watch and hear what's happening. (laughs) Awesome. And I think reemerging somewhere else, you'll be able to, like, pop out of the orange, even if they start to go away. You know, like, you won't be trapped in the orange or whatever. It's a weird game. <laughs> uh, everybody else sees you disappear. Uh, you <laughs> see, all of a sudden, you are both in this are village, you and you are in a forest, but the lost. trees are not trees. They look like pure white. Like, almost if you had a picture of the uh, area around you but someone took the eraser brush in photoshop and like erased the picture of trees uh everywhere and you see these like dull bursts of auras kind of guiding you and they kind of like you instinct wise you move toward them uh and yeah before you know it you're inside of this orange um and by the way Aubrey, you're led into the orange, and this peel uh, gets sucked back into place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do the rest of you do before we go into that orange? I would, I would have said, like as I was leaving, to like my followers, like uh, listen to uh, to finger. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that. I'm still, no I'm still not hearing it. I'm still not they, hearing it. They all put their index fingers up and they look at their index fingers and they <laughs> near their ears. <laughs> Love it. They'd be like, listen to them. I think they're gonna maybe like follow after me, but just like stay close, okay? Okay. Bye. Can Gull go with her? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially because you have your holds. Yeah, I'm going to move to go with Aubrey. I will also say it's not germane to anything at all, but as we figured out in our uh, little pre-session talk, uh, while I'm in the maelstrom, Aubrey looks like a golem made out of Jolly Ranchers. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Nope. (laughs) The gnomes have been licking Aubrey. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 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 He said, okay. Okay. 
as the skin of the orange is sucked back into place, Kruk, like just before it closes, you see him like sprinting, like breathless Aww. from the wall. And he's like, um, um, my, my, um, queen, um, I, um, there's an orange coming. Good, good job, Kruk. Good, good, good job. <laughs> everybody welcome to the gimme the loot podcast the dungeons and dragons fifth edition actual play podcast about five dysfunctional randos who meet up at a fantasy truck stop try to save some lumberjacks blow up a priceless artifact and end up magically bound together every episode join characters like todd the tiefling and todd we trust moyle mossberg the ladies love the shaft on my hammer eldrin thaneros Majestic as Fate of Normir. Hmm, that's what I thought you said. Now, allow me to offer this as a retort. And Babatunde. Despite of my rage, I am still just a cat in a cage. As they desperately quest through the realms of Arnosia to try and find a cure and get not only their lives back, but their destinies. Hello and welcome to Shrimp and Crits, Lost in the Wild. I really enjoyed playing with the Monsters Playbook crew, uh, Maya, Lauren, Johnny. Thank you guys so much. Also, so enjoyed playing Apocalypse World. Um, super fun game. Uh, as always, want to emphasize word of mouth. We really appreciate seeing you out there talking about us on social media. Uh, we don't see <laughs> we don't see you in your personal lives talking about us, but uh, we. Uh, know that you are, and we really appreciate it. So thank you so, so much. I want to thank our new patrons, Amanda and Vier, uh, or Vier, hope I'm saying that right. Uh, really nice to have you both along. Quick reminder for our patrons, we do have the first episode of Tallahassee Nights coming out this Monday, uh, the 20th. Very excited about that. I just got a few postcards in the mail, which is really uh, one of my favorite things. Uh, if you want to send us a postcard, send it to P.O. Box 60934, Nashville, Tennessee, 37206. It's really great to get those. Uh, it's cool. to co I'm collecting them from all over the place. Really neat. And if you put on there who your favorite character is and what your address is, I will return your postcard with one from that character. The postcard art is, of course, done by the wonderful Davin Gerber. So don't be shy. Send us a little postcard because we love to read them. Um, I want to let you know you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Shrimp and Crits. S-H-R-I-M-P-A-N-D-C-R-I-T-S. If you haven't already, please rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. Uh, we're, of course, bi-weekly on Mondays. Our next episode will be out February 27th, and it's the first official episode of our finale. Oh my god, I can't believe it's almost over. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye now.
I want to try and since orange has they've gone inside, they've sealed it up. Is there anybody outside that they've left to sort of keep watch on it? No, no. I think they all go back into the orange. I would like to posit that I would have something akin to a stethoscope or like even just like a glass. <laughs> I want to like try to scamper up this orange and put something on it so that I can try to listen in. <laughs> uh, that's totally fine. Yeah. I feel like this is in a way also keep watch uh, or keep an eye out. Work Maya said it that way, but it's keep watch is a combination of stand over watch and keep an eye out. But <laughs> it seems like what you're doing is keeping an eye out or an ear, an ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Or a finger. You may roll plus sharp. Ooh, um, that is a six. I think that uh, your stethoscope works perfectly, but the problem is that all the gnomes realize that their goddess told them to listen to you, not their own index fingers. And so they see you do this, and you just hear like, as like 10 oh, gnomes ears God. hit the orange at the same time. And yeah. the clamor is such that you cannot hear through the orange. Oh gosh. <laughs> Just imagine a giant orange with a bunch of gnomes stuck to it. <laughs> uh, in the center of the orange. There are three of you in this orange, mm-hmm. uh, in addition to the small battalion of Queen Mab soldiers. Mm-hmm. The interior is, uh, you know when you slice an orange, how it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, it's obviously squishy? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's as if you had a giant orange, which we do, and you took the care to slice the shape of, like, benches along the end and and, you know it's it is sort of juicy like you do get a little (laughs) Mm -hmm. bit it's a little citrusy in here you know yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so you're now gonna have to insert sound effects of the like squishy i think one of these soldiers uh, they're not all orcs some of them are uh some of them are elves and maybe even a gnome in there Um, maybe, uh, oh, one of them is a fox person, like a tall, <gasps> like a walking fox. <laughs> and the, the fox, the walking fox, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> offers you, uh, again, you know how inside of an orange, there's like, an orange <laughs> is essentially made of like a, a shit ton of pods of orange juice. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. The, the, I'm um, starting to believe you've never opened an orange. <laughs> See, an orange is full of pulp. I'm looking at yeah. this from the other way where you're like, so you know how when you go inside an orange? <laughs> yeah. We're all supposed to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I've in, been there. Like at the end of summer when you have this stuff inside an orange festival at your local county fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, a pulp is a popped pod of orange juice, right? Like inside of this orange, you could you could technically segment every tiny little... <laughs> sack of orange juice that's how an orange works sure okay promise you are not wrong um ian the edible portion of the fruit is called the end oh fuck why did i do this to myself Uh i have no idea but now you got to 
N endocarp. E N D O C A R P. It consists of a central fibrous core, segment walls, and the outer mm-hmm. membrane. That's what he said. The segments exactly, contain yep. juice vessels, vehicles. No vessels. Yes, <laughs> juice vessels. Juice vessels. <laughs> no, V E S I C L E S. Vesicle. 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 Yeah. Or oh shit. Or juice sacks. <laughs> we sit upon the juice sacks. And they're, and they're held together by a waxy <laughs> substance. Yes, okay. Yes. Wow. I know so much about oranges now. Maybe yeah. only Cap will get this, but this is pariah pods all over yeah, again. It's a hundred percent. Are you trying to describe like the little sections of like the orange meat? The tiny ones. The vesicles. Yeah, I think it's called vesicles. A carpel. A carpel. Each, indiv- each individually wrapped section of an orange meat is called a carpel. And they're Beautiful. made up of smaller individual juice-filled sacks. Follicles. <laughs> Follicles. Okay. All right. The There's lots of words know. I can use here. I love it. This, that was very, very good. Thank you. You get a gold star for that. <laughs> Thank Take inspiration. <laughs> can I get another gun? <laughs> mm, mm. I think you already have enough guns. Okay? <laughs> you do have a lot of guns. I need more. So anyway, the fox man, (laughs) (laughs) whose name is Yilvis, offers each of you a juice sack uh, that you can drink. I beg your pardon. (laughs) What did you say the fox man's name was? Just don't ask me what he says. (laughs) Yilvis? Yilvis. Y-L-V-I-S. I was so close. Oh, there's an extra I in mine, and I'm leaving it. Um, yeah, yeah, I get it. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate that. <laughs> Gull is going to shake, shake her head and say no. Okay. Aubrey, do you take the juice sack? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't one of those GM things where you say yes, and then I say you're poisoned or you fall asleep. Like, it's just, it, they're offering you an orange juice. Hmm. You don't take gifts from fairies. <laughs> That's a good point. Oh my gosh, this is so sweet. Are you going to have some too? Well, I am quite thirsty, yes. Well, please. My voice changed all of a sudden. (laughs) Now I sound like the Beatles. Is that not the fox? I thought that was the fox. Okay, that's the fox. Yes. I'll have one too. How about about you? Now I'm from Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Something. What does the fox say? <laughs> Nelson, would you like one too? Yeah, it's all. God, I'm not going to do this. Why do I always do this to myself? <laughs> they both have one, and it's fine. Everything's fine. I'll drink some juice. <laughs> Is this a uh, juice sack like a Capri Sun? <laughs> Kinda. <sighs> It's like in A Bug's Life when they drink the the dew pods or the dew drops. Cute. My childhood's been unlocked. (laughs) And it's in a cult. (laughs) Yeah, I'll have some of the juice. Everybody's drinking the juice. This is a cult. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get down to business here. Oh, fuck, I'm from Australia again. (laughs) Right, that's, that's it now. You're there. <laughs> really lean into it. Queen Mom from Down Under. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> you are to pay in full at this moment one barter worth of goods and materials. Then you will send someone from your camp to the Queen's castle with one barter due in full any time the moon is crying. Upon payment not being received, you will be visited by me, who will then collect two barter worth of goods and materials. This is non-negotiable. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. What? <laughs> so, what? So I have to bring one barter to the queen when? When the moon cries. When and the moon. Now. Anytime the moon is crying. Okay. Why do I have to do that? Because the queen demands it. Hmm. She did you the courtesy of, of you coming in the orange so I didn't have to embarrass you in front of your your followers. Well, that is very considerate of your queen. I thought, uh, should she not want an audience with me or anything? Or oh, is that not the case? I think that she would, um, she has better things to do. Oh, well, that's um, not very nice. Um, you know what? Fine. You can go back to your little queen and you can tell her that, you know, we'll give her her barter or whatever. But I actually have a better idea. <laughs> can I try to use my frenzy move? Uh. <laughs> what is your frenzy move? Uh-huh. When you speak the truth to a mob, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, hold three. Seven to nine, hold one. You can spend your hold one for one to make the mob bring forward people and deliver them. Bring forward all their precious things. Unite and fight for you as a gang. Fall into an orgy of uninhibited emotion. Okay. (laughs) Or go quietly back to their lives. Okay. On a miss, they turn on me. <laughs> is this considered a mob? Yeah, that's my other question. Is this considered a mob? I think that the intention of this move is that it's sort of like either your followers or like at least a neutral party kind mm, of in chaos. Okay. And I think that these people are more focused in their objectives. Okay, no, that's fine. I love where your head's at, though. <laughs> yes. Then I think she'll be like, you can go back to your queen and you can tell her she can have her barter or whatever. But, you know, we're going to be here for some time. So it would be really nice if, like, we could, you know, talk one-on-one sometime. You know, just us gals. She might find it useful because my following is growing. That's what she's worried about. Oh, I do like that you're trying to get an audience with the queen, um... How are you trying to manipulate this person? Well, so you mentioned the barter, which she will give them something. Okay. Because she still has, I think she's got like three more barters she can use. Um, Oh my God. How many did you start with? I didn't get any gear, but I had four Uh, barter uh, that I start with. So I have a lot mm -hmm. on top of the two that I could use at the start of the session. So (laughs) it's technically six. He's taking barter off of your hands now just for yeah. what the queen's demand is. So mm-hmm. uh, you can spend another barter to try and convince him to get an audience with the queen for you. Or you can try and roll the seduce or manipulate someone move. 
Gotcha. You just have to give them. It's similar to the Monster of the Week one. You just have to give a reason. Give a reason why. Okay. Well, then, you know what? Uh, I'll just be like, so, I mean, I don't know if you noticed or whatever, but I have, like, some sort of weird powers or something that I'm coming into. Like, I'm kind of coming into my own, you know? And it could be very useful for your queen if, you know, we worked together. And I think that would just be, like, a really good idea. Okay, yeah. Roll plus hot, then. <laughs> okay. Which I love as a, as a ability score. Okay, roll well, Aubrey. Seven. It's also one of my highlighted moves, so I get an experience. Oh, good. Is that our first experience point? Oh, wow. No, I've rolled weird, like, a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, I've rolled a couple of times, too. Okay, good, Oops. good, good. good. Yeah, mark your experiences if you're rolling your highlight. Yeah, that's the that's one of the main differences between this and Monster of the Week is that you don't mark experience on a miss. You mark experience when you roll one of your highlighted moves, which we we figured out before the session. Um, it's based on who you have history with, or you know whatever. whatever. Yeah. Uh, cool. So on a seven to nine, they'll go along with you, but they need some concrete assurance corroboration or evidence first <laughs> so well i mean they saw the magic that i could do yeah if you point out you did stop their mm-hmm. mighty orange in its tracks mm-hmm. all right well we'll take the barter and uh go back to the queen and see what she says with this new information i can't make any promises but perhaps she'd want to meet with you knowing that you can do uh, these uh, parlor tricks. Well, that would be just wonderful, Ildis. You are the sweetest. I hope to see you again. Now, is there anything else that we can do for you here? I'd like to return home as soon as possible. Now I'm oh. Australian again. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the vines and stuff yeah i we can we can get that uh out of the way um and I, am I free, i'm free to go then yes okay great it's been lovely thanks for the juice um and then <laughs> she'll just kind of like is there just like a door peels open <laughs> yeah i think the door <laughs> peels open in this moment um and uh, you're able to leave Okay. I'll unfold myself into reality and then walk out the door as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, crikey. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm here. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I'll try to dismiss these uh, these vines if I can. Yeah, I don't think you need to roll. I think you okay. can dismiss your own magic um, okay. at will. Cool. But before the orange peel rescinds uh, once more, the orc that had led you in there says, God's crook, is that you? Yes, I uh, <laughs> I like it. I like it here. <laughs> Collect my brother. We're going back home now. Aww. And the soldiers come out and start to grab Crook, the throat eater. Um, actually, no, that, that's not okay with us. This is, um, this is my, uh, follower, so he gets to stay here, but you guys can, you guys can just leave now. Bye. I'm taking my brother. He doesn't belong in this cult. He doesn't want to come with you. Hey, we're not, we don't like that word here. 
Yeah, we don't like that word here. Yeah, we don't like that, <laughs> word. that word. The goddess doesn't like that word. I think the word is okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he. I don't think he wants to leave, right, Croc? You like staying here? I um, uh, I do like it. Yes, I. <laughs> my brother, um, Nelson is. Uh, he wants to take me home, though. Uh, so, I think I have to go. Do I? Do I have to go? Not if you want to stay here. Uh, they're taking them. I mean, they're. I think you're gonna have to. Gonna have to fight them. Fight them. Yeah. I think Aubrey might just kind of catch eyes with Gull and be like, "Um, shoot them." <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um. I'm pretty sure that's going to start a war with the Queen of Winter. Well, they can't just take my people. He means that much, too. My followers are my life. (sighs) Wow. Okay. That is nice. (laughs) I... Can uh, Aubrey roll manipulate on me? Yes, if she gives you a reason. Yeah. Her followers are her life. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, that's, I mean, that is a, that is a reason. Mm-hmm. They do mean a lot to me. Then, uh, yeah, roll plus hot. They do mean a lot to me, mechanically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seven again. Uh, then choose one. If they go along with you, they mark experience, or if they refuse, they erase one of their highlights for the remainder of the session. Whoa. If they go along with me, they get experience. All right. Gull? She's going to sigh. (laughs) (laughs) Flex her shoulder blades. You hear them, like, crack. And then she will, like, almost, like, shrug. And, like, her gun comes out from, like, around her. But, like, on her back. But then it comes, like forward all right and i'm gonna shoot i'm gonna (laughs) go aggro or do battle i think i would count this as sucker someone uh because i think that they're all pretty confident that you wouldn't deign to show force against (laughs) and yet queen mab (laughs) here we are sucker someone is the same thing as go aggro roll go aggro which is plus hard okay and also, are you shooting at the one that's one of the grunts? I think is grabbing poor Crook. Oh, okay, yeah, I will shoot at whoever is grabbing Crook. That's a twelve. Ooh, nice. Awesome. Okay, so they have no choice to cave and do what you want. So, I guess the way this plays out is you're threatening to shoot them. They're cave and doing what you want. I think that the grunt sees you point this. This maybe they don't even know what this thing is, but they can tell that it's threatening, and mm-hmm. um, they let go of Cruck, and Cruck goes, um, "Thank you for letting go of me." Cruck, <laughs> come over here. Um, I think that the rest of them draw their swords and begin to march out of the orange. <laughs> oh, oh like towards me? Great, great, great. Just towards all of you, yeah. Mm. Oops. Well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my <laughs> uh, What do you all do? Does anybody else want to 
jump in here? I think Aubrey would just kind of instruct her followers to be like, um, d- d- attack, fight them, stop them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a move? Is this frenzy? I think this is frenzy. Uh, so yeah, I guess if I can use this on my, on my own people, then sure. Otherwise I think they just count as a gang for me so I can control them like, uh, with like battle moves or whatever. Yeah. So, okay. So I was looking at this and, uh, the cult isn't like the other playbooks that get a gang. They are your followers, but they don't necessarily like, um, I think you have to use frenzy to convince okay. them to fight. Plus, I want to see this frenzy movie. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I roll plus weird. Okay, sweet. Uh, that's seven on the dice, and then I get plus three to my weird because I have fucking whack nut as another <laughs> move. So that's a ten. Um, so I get three holds. Wow. I will definitely do unite and fight for you as a gang. So they do two harm, zero armor size appropriate. And then the other two, hmm, I guess I, the only other two that really makes sense is to bring people forward and deliver them and bring forward all their precious things. Because <laughs> the other two are orgies or going back to their lives. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, I think the orgy one also can be just like a chaotic, frenetic mess. Fighting, I guess, yeah. Um, Which they're violent. An orgy so. of violence. Uh, of uninhibited emotion. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of a bunch of gnomes just coming out of their homes with like <laughs> their precious things. <laughs> and then some of them just start fighting. And uh, it's hysterical. I yeah. love this. So yeah, I think at this point you can roll the battle moves or whatever. I think this is do battle. I think we're in do battle. Okay. How big is this gang? Like the enemy gang? Like a half dozen. So like are they a small, medium, or large gang? Definitely small. They yeah, barely qualify as a as a gang. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, because you. Well, that's good for you. That's yeah. good for you. Yeah. Uh, well, no. If they're a small gang, uh, my bonuses don't apply. I don't think. Yeah, but if you didn't have those bonuses, you would get minus one against them. Oh. So it's okay. still a good thing. It's just marginally not as good. Actually, you know, I don't think that they're big enough to be a gang right now. Whoever, who is the one that kind of seemed like maybe the the most like in charge oh it's definitely nelson crook's brother hmm i don't want to kill him am i still on top of the orange (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's totally fine could i jump down off the top of the orange and tackle nelson (laughs) (laughs) yes yes absolutely let's do this let's have you roll help Plus your history rating for Aubrey. And then she's going to roll C's by force. <laughs> Great. I'm sure I have a really good history rating with you. You sure don't. <laughs> and I do C's by force, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Which... so this is still 2d6? Yes. Yes. Not bad. Okay, so I rolled a 9 plus 1, so 10. And then I rolled a nine. Okay, so that's an 11. So, awesome. Oh, sorry. I rolled just a nine. Excuse me. I don't have a plus one. I have a zero to hard. <laughs> oh, well, then good. Then the plus one is good to That actually helped. <laughs> uh, awesome. <laughs> For C's by force, when you get a 10, you get to choose three. 
you get to inflict terrible harm, suffer little harm. You take definite and undeniable control of it, mm-hmm. or you impress, dismay, or frighten your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to suffer little harm. I don't want my guys to get hurt. My little guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to impress, dismay, and frighten my enemy. Control. Take. Yeah, I was going to say take definite and undeniable control. <clears throat> Your gang suffers one harm. Okay. Uh, you don't suffer any harm. Uh, typically, I think you would, but you, as the leader of the gang, get, like, plus one armor because you're not fighting. It's your gang fighting, mm-hmm. uh, and they're loyal to you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so y- y- there will be some injuries, some uh, maybe even a sad casualty. Oh. Uh, among your, it's not, it's not crook. Don't worry. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> don't hurt my baby. <laughs> but with, um, with Mort's help, you bring Nelson <laughs> to heal. Uh, okay. And I think that that, I think that honestly would stop the battle. I think that mm-hmm. they're like, especially since you chose to impress them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what almost became a bloodbath was, uh, was halted in its track. Um, Sweet. In the meantime, Gull or Icky, are you guys doing anything right now? I was going to try and give Icky a suggestion. The Molliers, literally. <laughs> what? <laughs> Icky's appearance does change. <laughs> you infiltrated that orange once. That would be helpful in our travels. Mm. Because of juice. <laughs> I'm on it. You get plus one to any roll that uh, that you make in an effort to obtain the orange. <laughs> I'm gonna t- turn into Nelson and then walk into the orange. Turn into <laughs> Nelson. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. That's a thing I do. Mm-mm. This is subterfuge. I feel like that makes sense. I don't know the meaning of the word. <laughs> Could it? Be seized by force, Ian. Where's the steering wheel? So you're trying to seize the orange by force. No, I mean, I'm just trying to seize the orange. I don't know if it's force. (laughs) Well, roll plus hard. (laughs) Icky's just talking to themselves. (laughs) When I talk back to Ian, I think. Uh, What am I rolling? Plus hard. Oh, I'm good at that. (laughs) Hey, you get a plus one. Oh. Even better. So let's see. That's a five plus two is a seven plus one is an eight minus one oh. is a seven. Okay. <laughs> 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 what a journey. <laughs> okay, you get to choose two. You get to inflict terrible harm plus one. You get to suffer little harm minus one. You get to take definite and undeniable control of it, or you get to impress, dismay, or frighten your enemy i would like to take full control and frighten my enemies please heck yeah <laughs> uh that will mean you take harm are you cool with that i'm gonna do a sick flip <laughs> <laughs> i think that yelvis sees you and goes oh you're not nelson i am I am Nelson. That's you can't be two Nelsons. Nelson can't be two people. I'm Nelson's brother. <laughs> His other brother. There's three of us. 
Orcs coming, triplets. <laughs> he stabs out at you. No. Uh, and you take two harm minus your armor. It's my favorite Nelson you just stabbed. Ouch. <laughs> your maneuvering is uh, impressive. You get into the orange somehow. Uh, your weird little self. Uh, how much harm do your, you know, little wavy wings do? Your stabby wings. Uh, well, uh, much like everything else, too harm. <laughs> too harm. So maybe you employ these cutting wings to try and parry uh, his sword. He does a flip. <laughs> he said he wanted to do a sick flip. <laughs> and he, do, he, he does a sick You do a sick flip over Yelvis, and he's like, holy, he's like... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> and then you land in the pilot seat of this. Or- you know when you cut into an orange mm-hmm. and there's a pilot seat? <laughs> you land in that and your fucking hands, you squish them into the meat of the orange and you realize you have full control over this orange. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and queen mab's soldiers scatter they're fuck they're terrified by you because i am too everybody runs away i, I rev the engine <laughs> i give you a fleet of horses and you steal an orange vehicle from me it's That's- my orange <laughs> it's like when you give a mouse a cookie (laughs) (laughs) when you give a child thing an ambulatory orange (laughs) girl said get that orange I said okay that's true say less go ahead do we want these soldiers getting away are they a threat I mean that's a question for you Uh, I don't know what to do Yarbis, are you a threat? <laughs> we should just ask them if they're a threat. You guys are going to tell your queen, right? They're just running as fast as they can. <laughs> uh, bye. But I think it's a given that they're going, if if they return, they're, they're going. They're definitely going to tell Mab, yeah. So they're probably going to tell the queen. They're going to be really angry with us. Um... That's not good, but at least we're alive, except for this little guy. Except that we started a war. Well, you love wars, don't you? I mean, that's why you have all these guns. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So why do you have all those guns? Protection. Threatening. War. May I introduce you to a shield? <laughs> That's not going to do much if they have a knife to your throat. You can trust a fairy as far as you can throw them. Three meters. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of far. Yeah. <clears throat> they have hollow bones. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quicker discussion to use guns than it is to deliberate. You are just like the anti-doc, aren't you? Well, you just don't make many friends that way. Although, we're probably not going to make many friends with Mab now, because, yeah, we kind of pissed off for people, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to make friends. I didn't come here on purpose. Here to steal oranges. <laughs> Aubrey, 
at this point, could I have my glasses back, please? Uh, have you finished with my glasses? Uh, Aubrey looks at <laughs> at Icky. <clears throat> Does Nelson have glasses? Um, oh yeah, you did. Did you? Uh, are you keeping Nelson? <laughs> We'll convert him, right? <laughs> I think we did. I did. We did keep him, uh, brought him out or something. Well, I am quite impressed. <laughs> That's true. You are dismayed impressed. and frightened. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, my people are very good at doing all of those things. You know, you could have just you talked with your brother, and you could have just like come and hung out with us. We're a really fun bunch. You better watch out for your miss. He stabbed me when I looked like you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because he could still see me there in front of him. You see, I... Mm. Yeah, maybe not the best. Uh... I don't have time for a class on tactical <laughs> battlefield uh, transforming into people's likenesses. But, you know, I didn't have an end for that sentence. I wasn't listening. Could you say that again? <laughs> No, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> so, how come Mab like felt like she needed to come here and threaten us and talk to us? Are is she like nervous that we're gonna like fight her or something? She was threatened by your growing followers. <gasps> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he literally said it. Mab was taxing you so that it would make you more strapped for resources and make it mm. harder for you to grow. Yes. This exchange isn't going to... Now I'm Australian again. <laughs> <laughs> this exchange isn't going to help her being frustrated with your existence. Yeah, probably not. I guess we might have to figure out what to do. Um... You can let me go. You've already convinced me to try and get an audience between the two of you. Are you just going to turn, though, as soon as we let you go? Well, you can read a person. (laughs) (laughs) Seems legit. I rolled a four. (laughs) You get to ask anyway. Yeah, I guess I'll ask what does your character intend to do. I think that Nelson, Nelson the Wholesome is his full name. (laughs) I just want to make sure I got that in there. Brother of the Throat Ripper. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Nelson takes after his father. (laughs) I think Nelson is sufficiently uh, frightened of your ability. Mm -hmm. He intends to leave, if at all possible. Mm -hmm. But you get the sense that he is, I mean, he's, you know, like I said, impressed. He's uh, been affected by this. So there is a pretty good chance that he would follow through and try and get the queen on board with meeting you. Okay. We could also, Aubrey, bring Nelson and the orange to the queen. Mm. That's true. Return our people and some such. So that would put us in a disadvantageous position, potentially. I mean, it would ensure your audience with her. Hmm. I would do my best to try and uh, get her to um, greet you and not immediately murder you and all of your gnomes. Oh, immediately murder us. That's some reassurance. 
What do you guys think? Aubrey <laughs> looks to the rest of you. Nelson, can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you a wolf in the maelstrom? <laughs> <laughs> you look me in the eye and you tell me. Not that eye, the other eye. <laughs> Am I a wolf of the maelstrom? Do you even speak any kind of sense? Answer him. <laughs> It's <laughs> a simple question, Nelson. It's a simple question. They all answered. <laughs> I'm not a wolf, no. And I I don't know what the maelstrom means. Okay. <laughs> I have a question. Okay. Is this a real question or one of those questions? That was, that was a real question. That was a real question. <laughs> This is another real question. Okay. What are a bunch of minions of the Winter Queen doing driving around in an orange? Well, they're not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What else is in season in the winter other than oranges? Avocados. Are you aware of what seasons are? (laughs) I live in one. I want to investigate this orange and I want to use things speak where I handle or examine something interesting. Okay. And can ask questions about it. I love this. Nine. So I can ask one thing about this orange. And what I want to know is, who made this? Mm. I think this was made by maybe not the queen, but someone in her service. Okay. So the, basically what's happening right now is that I am learning right now that oranges aren't a summer fruit. <laughs> <laughs> like you as Johnny? <laughs> yeah. I, I thought for my whole life that they were in season in the summer. And that is not um the case. Oranges do need cold to like fruit. Yep. And that's when you harvest them. And that's when they're in season in the winter. So this makes perfect sense. And it's... And it's not suspicious at all. So, as you were. <laughs> I'm not a farmer. Hashtag not a farmer. Um, but I do work at a restaurant. And I know that the only good produce we get in the winter is oranges. So, uh, Thought it was a clue. <laughs> if I were a better writer, it might have been. <laughs> Hey, it's still pretty clever. Fact remains. We need to figure out what we want to do. No, I like it. I think we should go see the queen. It does seem exciting. I would I would love to meet royalty. What do you say, Doc? Isn't she from one of your plays or some shit? Um, as much as I do like the idea of um meeting the fabled Queen Mab, um midwife of the fairies or whatever such some such shakespeare whatever <laughs> could i have a word with you maybe this is the time to abandon the titanic before it hits the iceberg do you understand no <laughs> okay well look i'm I, i'm not going with you unless you have a successful role I really feel like you're gonna you're gonna finally start being useful on this outing, Doc. 
Well, goddamn. What is it? That's a 10 on manipulate. Plus hot? Minus hot. Still a 10. (laughs) Hell yeah. Well, (laughs) I do desperately want to finally somehow be of use. (laughs) (laughs) I'll slap him on the shoulder and say, that's the spirit. I know it's been hard for you being jealous of me all these weeks. <laughs> Has it only been weeks? It's felt like decades. <laughs> um, yeah, and he rejoins. He begrudgingly rejoins the group. <laughs> so to review, mm-hmm. we have possession of a drivable orange, which <laughs> I don't know why I'm so frustrated about this because I hate this. I don't know why. We have an um, orange. Wouldn't it make you feel better if some of us took the horses? Yeah, I think that's probably, I mean, that's probably, I don't know if it would make mm-hmm. me feel worse or better, but I think <laughs> it's probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Are we taking the gnome? Are we, like, anticipating potentially needing to, like, use the gnomes as an art? You know, like, I think at this point, they're, like, that's one of their things. Like, they're kind of violent mm-hmm. right yeah. so i think at this now that you've stoked them into a frenzy i think that they're like grabbing their yeah. valuables their pitch for That's valuable so pitchforks they're yeah, just regular no, forks i, I would love them to, yeah yes yes violent gnomes they're violent wow. and they yes they i would love to have them come with let's pack this orange full of gnomes mm-hmm. i love this and we will take some horses if we need to as well <gasps> cool. A then, horse-drawn uh, orange. Yes. Oh, Aww. it's beautiful. This is straight out of a fairy fairy tale. A tale <laughs> fairy. Fairy. I've never heard someone tale. say it so weird. <laughs> <laughs> How did you say it? P a i l. That's so fairy weird. Fairy tale. <laughs> yeah, Doc talks weird. <laughs> <laughs> Especially about book stuff. <laughs> I can't. Can I heal up Icky? Yes, you can. Maybe there's a healer in the village and you can spend a barter to um, get them to heal somebody up. I can just phone myself back up into the maelstrom. That's not going to help that wound. No, it, it totally can. It actually kind of could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's one of the effects. <laughs> Weirdly enough, you know, I just listen to the mother's heartbeat and my wounds close. That's weird. Um, yeah. Okay. I was yeah, trying yeah. to help, but never mind. Whose who's mother? Uh, you got a stethoscope, right? You can come with me. Are you going to try to do this? I <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when we least expect it. Great. I'm going to drive this orange to a castle. <laughs> So who rides in the orange? <laughs> How many people yeah. can we fit? Probably ten-ish. No. All of us. I will take a horse. I think Aubrey is in the orange. It's her makeshift carriage. Yes. Mm. I'm driving. Mort's in the orange. Doc? Doc. I guess Doc <laughs> is with Mort, so Doc's in the orange, too. Perfect. You can sit right next to me. The other horses each have, like, Six gnomes on them. 
Awesome. Do I have like a gnome or two behind me? Yeah, one on each shoulder. Uh, <laughs> do I have to? No, 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 you don't have to. Okay, I'd rather have my own horse and I have to ask, does my horse have a name? Uh, what is your horse's name? You tell me. Um, While you think of a horse name, yeah. yep. these are horses like from the Wizard of Oz, and they change colors as you ride mm-hmm. for it. Whoa. What? Are there horses in the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> what movie did you watch? In Emerald City. Yeah, they do. They're like, it's like yellow one frame, and then it's like red in the next or something. Yeah. yeah. What? I've never seen the movie. Have you guys never seen the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> you guys ever played uh, Sonic 3? <laughs> that one I have. It's like hypersonic. Wait, is this the? Never mind. <laughs> yes, this is the classic movie from 1939. <laughs> the classic movie Sonic Three from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've seen the whole one of this because I think this one also freaked me out. Mm-hmm. The Wizard of Oz. What's that horse's name? You know what? I'm gonna name this one Spirit. <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry, were you Googling famous horse names? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I beg your pardon? I mean... <laughs> yeah, I think that you you roll over frozen ground. Um, what is that? Yes? Oh, is everyone okay? Maya? What, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> sorry, I forgot about the orange. No. <laughs> roll over and I'm like, wait, what? And I had about the horse is rolling. Oh, okay. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, horses. You don't understand. But just the like horse. Sonic Three. In the wild, horses roll like like in Sonic. You have to hold on really tight. That's how they go. So fast. Can't. Oh Jesus. Oh. Okay. So rolling along. Um, yeah, as you roll over the frozen ground, the or as the orange rolls, rather, it uh, the ground just cracks, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, and crackles. And um, you travel, uh, you see very little vegetation, occasional barren trees, leafless trees. And uh, but suddenly you start to see um, more and you find yourself in a forest. You can still see the sky beautifully. And in fact, Mm-hmm. There are times where you see, maybe you see, you see a dragon fly oh. in the distance. And you're like, holy shit, we better not go over and see that dragon because dragons are scary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dragons don't like oranges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dra- the dragon starts to fly towards you and then realize, and then it has a citrus allergy. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it turns around. <laughs> it's allergic towards me. <laughs> I think as you're driving, Icky, you uh, you can hear uh, the wolves uh, whispering to you, um, and the the you know, of course, the usual latent. They're coming. Do you know where you're going? You don't. Where are you going? I don't know. You're lost. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I want a plushie of Icky. It's so cute. I should have taken that left back there. Um. But some of them offer you guidance. I think that some of them say, um, oh, no, close your eyes for this part. Oh, okay. spin around. Spin around three times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
hair. Hands back, hands back into the squishy part. I'm really dizzy. <laughs> I think too, as this goes on, Gull, everybody else is inside the orange. Yep. It's peace and quiet out here. You hear a ringing <laughs> behind you, a little like jingly jing. Uh, coming up to you is... Splurt. The Sprite. You're lucky I don't have a fly swatter. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, you don't want to, don't mess with me, man. <laughs> Can I help you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, are you gonna? Oh, you wanna, yeah, you wanna know, okay. Uh, so, remember the thing we talked about to help out? Fickle? No. Oh, uh... I put it out of my mind. Where the hodag is <laughs> property of the queen, and it seems like you're heading that way, so I guess you're going to do the job, huh? Fickle wants me to steal from the queen. Mab? Let hodag go would just do just finally. And, but uh, earlier you said steal or let go. Would you rather stealing sounds harder, right? I mean, you can do both or either or whichever one. I don't know. I'm still splurt the, the lemon lime sprat. <laughs> That's just a little joke. Right. Lemon lime sprite. Let me ask you something, squirt. Splurk. Splurt. Skark. Is it splurt? Yes. Yes. Oh, I wrote it with a K. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Fickle want this hodad released or stolen? Well, gosh, that's a lot of information you want to know. Uh, I don't know why. I think you could probably... What if um, I gave you something to give me this information? Whoa. <laughs> 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 oh, my. Your voice has changed. <laughs> <laughs> You could spend a barter to succeed on manipulate someone here. What are you going to give Splurt? What do you think Splurt likes? Uh, Splurt, are you allergic to orange juice? Oh, I love the orange juice. Well, you know what? I think that you're in luck. I think Gull is going to, like, I don't know, throw up a hand and try and stop the caravan of horses and giant orange. Okay, fine, girl. Fickle works for King Jack. If Mab is weaker, it's harder for her to take over the winter card. Now give me my orange juice. Just uh, wait right here. I gotta gotta go get it for you. And I wanna knock on the orange. <laughs> All right, roll down the orange window. <laughs> the crank with a crank. Hold uh, <laughs> Peels down. Hey, Icky. Yeah? You said that uh, a little sprite owed you a song, yeah? A song. Splork. I'm pretty sure. Is that Icky? Yeah. (laughs) Hi, Icky. Oh my gosh, good to see you. Where's my fucking song? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think that we can continue... Our dealings here, Spurt, mm-hmm. if you owe my friend here a song. Better be a good one. 
three stanzas at least. And a good hook and a chorus. <laughs> it has okay. to include an orange. And it's But okay, yeah. so but <laughs> But me- mechanically, <laughs> but, but but the this game. I know. I recognize you want me to sing as Splurt, and I am. I am. I am a committed role player, and I am. Yep. But but you have to convince Splurt to do this. See, I was trying to get him cornered into a deal that he failed to fulfill with Icky. <laughs> that I made up on a whim. <laughs> In that case, why don't you roll seduce or manipulate someone? Me? Uh yes, you, because you're trying to convince them Fuck. to fulfill their deal. Do I get any help? I would say that Icky could help because mm-hmm. Icky <laughs> wants the deal to be done. I want that yeah. song. It's a six minus one. It's a five. <laughs> okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, that was a six. Oh, everybody! <laughs> good, fails. good all around. Cool. Doing great. We, we love it. We love to see it. What could go wrong? <laughs> you hear a the dummy. Who's you? Uh, all of you. Suddenly. Oh. Look, I'm, I'm still working on the song. I, I got look. I gotta go. Okay, I told you. Do the job, please. Okay. Goodbye. Bink. And splurt the sprite disappears and you hear you all hear this growling the orange skin window is is peeled down Ugh. you hear um <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> not many good things probably uh, you should probably get your guns i'm gonna close this window now good luck anybody else hear that okay um all right fine. do i see anything <laughs> do i see where this growling is coming from why don't you read a charge situation plus sharp? Okay, I can do that. Wait, do wolves growl? Yes. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All wolves. It's going to be six. Oof. You're on a roll. You look around desperately uh, for the source of this growling, and you feel claws sink into your back. And you're pulled off your horse, and you take three harm. Oof. Do you have any armor? Yeah, I got three armor. Oh. Oh. Look at this badass. (laughs) (laughs) She gets just, like, thrown off of this horse. Is there something, like, attacking her that we see? I'm going to say that the trees have become thick at this point. You, at some point... (laughs) got into not the trees themselves the density of the forest god (laughs) gull you find yourself uh, alone in a thicket with this creature that i'll describe in a moment but the rest of you i think you hear this happen and you look over and you see a horse without gull on it Mm -hmm. and um excuse me it has a name (laughs) oh yeah spirit spirit, right (laughs) Spirit, the magic rainbow horse that rolls like Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) We don't see Gull, or do we? I don't think you do. Yeah, I think you hear, you you see the general, you see like a tree, a broken tree branch hanging, like there was just commotion. Like, Mm -hmm. you see where they went, the, or what does the orange crew do? (laughs) I'll open the hatch. You know, see? 
I guess so. Yeah, we probably. Well, we're not. We probably would halt the thing if because I would assume if we've stopped driving at this yeah. point. I think uh, Aubrey would say to her followers, "Um, I I think something is like maybe gonna attack this. You guys, can you guys like guard the the carriage? I don't want this this beautiful orange to get ruined. I think Queen Matt would be a little angry. Protect the town, mom. Protect the town. Protect mom. the goddess. Protect her highness. <laughs> yeah. And they all start to bunch up around the orange. <laughs> yeah, I think I might get out just try so I can maybe see where Gull went. Because I, I, I really can't do much here, but I also am not going to fight. So if anything, it would be to help do like a, a move or something. Okay. Um, Mort, what do you got? What do you do right now? I think I'm going to get out and I'm going to get back up on top of the orange and kind of just kind of try to keep an eye out on things. I don't know. I would like to have, we didn't talk about this. I would like to have some kind of ranged weapon. I'm thinking crossbow. Hmm. Uh, yeah, is that does your your playbook gives you weapons? Uh, I don't know that. Or is it something that you would have had to have made in your workshop or something? You can take my very slow boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could do a flashback scene to you making a crossbow in your workshop. That'd be cool. Yes, I would like to to do that. Please. Do you have a crafty move, or do I have to look up? The crafty move. I have a workspace. So I was I was thinking machining tools, junkyard, and I guess skilled labor. I can pick three things. So when I go into my workspace and dedicate myself to making a thing or to getting to the bottom of some shit, decide what and tell the MC. The MC will tell you, sure, no problem, but, and then one to four of the following. It almost kind of sounds like big magic, like there's requirements to do it. Yeah. Then we can just say, yeah, then you and uh, and Doc built a, <laughs> uh, out of the crafting techniques that you've learned from these weird creatures of the wild, uh, you build a uh, super cool crossbow that does two harm. All right, sick. I think I like the idea of it being like, I part of the the problem of it was that I had to scale up all of their schematics because it was built for a hand that's like half the size of any of my <laughs> cohorts, but like slightly less than half of the size of my own hand. So it's still little. <laughs> Just a little hand crossbow. What if this crossbow launches the pop rocks? <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel extremely good about that. <laughs> okay, well, in that case, this thing do, is going to do four harm now. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. All right, so I'm going to go upstairs with my uh, sling bow. And you're going to try and fire off into uh, where Gull is. Yeah, I think so. If I can get a clear shot at whatever's uh, attacking her. Cool, cool, cool. Um, then, yeah, I think that you can, once you get... On top of the orange, that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> you get a better perspective. I think that you are defending someone else from attack. Mm. So roll to seize by force, which is plus hard. But you may choose, instead of taking definite control, you may choose to protect them from harm. Seize by force. That's 10. Oh, 
Dang. Then you get to choose three things from this list. And the list is inflict terrible harm, suffer little harm, can't take control of it. You can instead protect them, impress, dismay, or frighten the enemy. No, I want to inflict terrible harm. I want to frighten my enemy, and I want to defend Gull from attack. Good, good, good. Then Aww. you... Then you shoot this uh, you shoot this pop rock at this creature and it poofs into this magical uh, little pop. Um, um, so this thing is going to take it has armor, it's gonna take two harm. And you hear it go, ow! <laughs> okay, oh <my> okay. <laughs> and it's <laughs> <laughs> and when, he, when, when I hear this thing say ow, I'm, I'm going to have Mort go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. It, you could tell it was about to swipe at Gull, but then it takes this hit and jumps instead towards you on top of the orange. Uh, what you see leaping at you, and it's going to take a swipe with its spiny tail, and you're going to take three harm, uh, minus armor, of course. Um, you see a creature the size of like a tiger. Um, it's got the head of a frog, the grinning face of a giant elephant, thick, short legs set off by huge claws, the rigid back of a dinosaur, and a long tail with spears at the end. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> and yeah, I think you fall back off of this uh, orange. I'm going to make you do the harm move. I need to not forget the harm move roll plus harm suffered minus your armor okay i that'll be easy because i don't think i don't seem to have any armor okay so plus three nine um i can choose you lose your footing you lose your grip on whatever you're holding i think you're gonna fly off of this orange you're gonna lose your footing and you're gonna mm -hmm. fall into the uh the snow beneath the orange this creature, the hodag, is standing oh. atop the orange. No. Oh. Get off of there. <laughs> um. Uh, can I try to drive the orange so it falls off? Yes. Drive it, like, recklessly? Yeah. I think this is do something under fire, which is plus cool. Oh. Uh, 10 on the dice, plus 1 is 11. Oh, very nice. Then, yeah, I think that it falls into the midst of all of these gnomes, and you get the orange kind of relatively away from it. Um, and the gnomes get ready to fight this creature. Mm-hmm. Um... I just imagined all the gnomes like piranha. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're all stabbing. They all have uh, you. You mentioned regular forks. forks instead of pitchforks, uh, but also God. some of them have spoons and some of them have not uh, like butter knives. Oh. Citrus and cutlery. Look at us. Yeah. Oh. 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 The is just like. <laughs> hey, come on! What? Ow! Ow! Hey, jerks! Whoa! At this point, Icky. You hear the whispers again, and you hear them say, Hey, it's time to go. Okay. Leave the orange. All right. Leave them all. Come into the world. Okay. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. We'll show you the way. Thank you. Um, You're lost. 
I just, I gotta get my things. You're lost. Come with us. Okay. Don't be afraid. Don't leave what? us. I'm <laughs> afraid. You don't need your things. Oh. Come with us. Where are your things? I'm gonna do the mother's heartbeat move again then. Okay. Roll it. And Plus weird. Withdrawn to the psychic maelstrom. <laughs> this whole game, I've done everything everyone has told me to do. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Without question. <laughs> All right. Uh, five on the dice, plus two is seven. Okay. Out of seven to nine, I choose one. So I'm just going to go ahead and heal. Hmm. But do with me what you will. You disappear, and we'll get to that later. No. Icky? Icky, who maybe is the only one who can drive this orange, <laughs> fucking disappears. Um, Sweet. I'm guessing I don't see him outside. They've disappeared. You probably saw them disappear, like, mm-hmm. magically, like the way that yeah. they do. Which you've seen them do before, so maybe isn't totally terrifying. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just going to trust that they are out here and that they're they're helping me. <laughs> Everything is fine. Uh, uh, everything is not fine. <laughs> <laughs> More uh, lying in the, <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like Aubrey feels like she needs to help here, but she's a little princess. What can she do? Uh, you can command your gnomes who are currently mm-hmm. surrounding the hodag. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll definitely attack this thing. What is your like main objective in the fighting? I kind of want them to draw, uh, I guess, draw the enemy's attention so that Gull can get in a better position because she is the one I know that can really uh, hit this thing hard. I think and fight it. So because she was still kind of like on the ground, right? I think she's on the way back in. So I think what you're doing actually is just vanilla seized by force because I think you're trying to okay. hang on to it. Okay. Unless, like, yeah, it's like a help roll or something for whatever Gull would be doing. Um, okay, so seized by force, though. Um, yeah. Which is a hard move? Yes, plus hard. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> ele- uh, nope, just 10. Plus zero. <laughs> you get to choose three. I would like to suffer little harm for my friends. Okay. I would like to inflict terrible harm, and I think take definite and undeniable control of it. So they've got it into, like, a compromising kind of position. Maybe. Um, Okay. So your gnomes are going to take another harm. So they are getting stabbed by these... Uh, horrifying spines that come off of this creature. Mm -hmm. But uh, they're able to stick a fork in it um, (laughs) and kind of (laughs) pin it down here as Gull re-enters this clearing. Gull, what do you do? I think I'm going to try and call out to the hodag. Ooh. Hey! You a hodag? Um... Hey there, yes, I am the Hodag. I mean, you can just call me Hodag is my name. It's actually um, interesting that people say Okay, cool, I don't care much. Um, So why are you here? Why did you attack me? Um, My master sent me to attack you because you 
um, attacked her um, and stole her uh, mm -hmm. orange queen, car, Mab. her carriage. Mm -hmm. Do you want to be free of your master? Do you want to be your own person? Have your own life? Oh, oh. I think that the Hodag looks like they had never considered this before. And they say, uh, um, yeah, no. I mean, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ian. Um, <laughs> I can help you be released from Mab, if that's what you want. No, yeah, I mean, I, I really like... um going to the overgrown but the queen doesn't let me go very often so if you let me go that would be cool yeah <laughs> what is keeping i mean i guess this is a question for you ian if i can tell what is keeping him bound to mab uh why don't you Ooh, why don't you read a person okay i can do that <laughs> plus sharp <laughs> i can do that my sharp is my second highest stat. Yeah, bitches. Um, <laughs> 13. Wow. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> you get to hold three. What does this character wish that I would do? Uh, I, th I think now that they it's occurred to them that they could potentially not be in the service of the queen, uh, they wish that you would free them. Um, can I ask you, like, how can I free him? Um, yeah, I think that magic, I think you need magic. You need to channel the magic of the wild here somehow. The maelstrom. The maelstrom. In, in Shrimp and Crit's world terms, it's the magic of the wild. But yes, in game mm -hmm. terms, I think, well, in game terms, I think you need augury, which. I have access to. Yeah. How can I get this character, like, safe? Because I want the release, I just want them to be okay oh that's sweet thanks because like i'm worried about <laughs> about fickle using them mm. i think that uh in their muttering they mention something about a they they say a word passage and I think that you probably have picked up somewhere along the way that they're few and far between as far as fairies knowing where they are. Uh, but this creature seems to know where a passage is. So if you can get them to a passage and get them to the overgrown, uh, the fae have limited influence there, at least relative to the wild. Kind of a weird question. Is passage something or somewhere that, like, I can use to escape the wild? Yes. Ooh, hell yeah. Hey, Aubrey. Yeah? Uh, can I get your help with your influence? Oh my gosh. I've been telling you I'm like an influencer <laughs> this whole time. Yes, what do you need? This is, sorry, uh, is Hodag your first name? It's my name, yes. Uh... Aubrey, this is Hodag. Hodag, this is Aubrey. Oh, hey. Uh, she uh, leads a cult. Don't join it. The goddess doesn't like that yeah, word. Yeah, we don't like that word here. Yeah, we don't like that I word. That word. No, you're welcome to join if you would like. Uh, that sounds like fun. I like group <laughs> I activities. I like the cult stuff. <laughs> uh, he needs some help with your influence and 
uh, Gull kind of gestures sort of wildly at her um, in order to be released from Mab's control. Do you think you could do that? Is that a thing I can do? I think one of the augury effects is like to protect someone from the maelstrom and that would that would fit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so. Do you need anything from me? Like a spilling of blood or <laughs> Okay, I know I said him in like it's a cult, but like I don't really need blood. <laughs> Take it easy, murder kid. But you didn't say that you don't. <laughs> I just uh, need uh, some of my followers uh, around, and I should be able to get this taken care of in a jiff. Um, cool. Uh, Hodag, Aubrey here is going to help release you from map. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you think, because it, it sounds like you have an idea of where passage might be? Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, the queen um, makes me go to the to the to the overgrown uh, to to mess with people, and maybe sometimes to like bring them here. Do you think that since we're doing this favor for you or this um, assistance, that you could bring us with you to a passage? Oh snap! Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. You don't even need to roll for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna give a barter or whatever, but okay. Oh sure, you can give me a barter, but like, I mean, you're doing a pretty good thing for me here, you, you know. Okay, well, yeah, we could, you know, helping out two indentured creatures. I'm I'm curious. Um, before we do this augury roll, uh, more what is your, what's your reaction? To this? What are you <laughs> doing? As you playing in the snow. <laughs> I'm playing along at this point, I think. <laughs> You're uneasy about this talking creature. Yeah, I want to see where this is going. I've definitely got my um, sling bow trained on him. And on anything else, is there anything else like circling around us or was the hodag the one thing that was attacking? Why don't you read a sitch? All right. Plus sharp. Happily. I'm great at that. It's a six. Ooh. Hey, but you get to mark experience, don't you? I sure do. Ooh, that's a good reminder. <laughs> <laughs> Even though this is probably the end. <laughs> well, I don't. I didn't mark, need to mark anything. I couldn't. You do get to ask one anyway on mm-hmm. a miss. Yeah, which enemy is my biggest threat? Uh, I think at this point it seems pretty sincere that the hodag is not a threat, or okay. at least not in this moment. So to answer your question. I think that you start to hear a dull roar in the distance as if grapefruits and blood oranges <laughs> and um, uh-huh. mandarin oranges and clementines of all different ginormous sizes are rolling uh, <laughs> towards you as the queen realizes <laughs> that you are getting the better of her enforcer, the hodag. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's move this conversation forward and... Yeah, okay. Hey, Doc, remember that thing about getting the hell out of here? <laughs> yes, uh, I would very much like to do that. Um, I'm yeah. coming around with you, Doc. Oh, thank goodness. Um, okay, where do I go? What do I do? 
Tell me what to do. Do I just sit in this orange? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we just have to get to some clearing or something wherever the hodag is going to take us. Yep, stay Um, in the orange and keep it trained on on those two. And I point at uh, Gull and Hodag and follow them wherever they go. The the Hodag goes, ah, oh. And you see like a glowing, you know, when the magic has influenced things uh, around you before, uh, the magic sort of glows around uh, the Hodag's mm-hmm. forehead. And he, it seems like he's not going to be able to help you unless, like he's about to be influenced by the Queen's orders yeah, to I need start to attacking it. you again. So I think the augury needs to happen before you start moving. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll that. Okay, guys, gather clothes. Got to do this thing, and then we will get out of this situation. Hell yeah. I rolled a 13 on my augury roll. I imagine you get more than one option. Uh-huh. Uh, well, actually, it says on a hit. So on a hit, you can choose one, and then when you roll a 10+, plus, you can choose two of the things below it. It's kind of a weird, the way it's structured is kind of weird. Um, but so the thing that I want to do is to isolate and protect a person or thing from the world psychic maelstrom. So basically, yeah, sever that connection, protect the hodag from the queen. Very nice. And then the other two, I guess it reaches deep into the psychic maelstrom and It'll persist without actively maintaining it. So we can get out of here, hopefully. Okay. Okay, sure. Uh, Then, yeah, who wants to pilot the orange and get us the hell out of here? (laughs) I think that's me. (laughs) All right. Roll do something under fire (laughs) to get away from this army of citrus vehicles. (laughs) Mad Max style. Icky, if you're around, we're running away. (laughs) All right. So that is a nine. Can I help? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Please roll history. Okay. With Mort. Plus three. Ooh. You're my friend. <laughs> I rolled a ten. Very nice. Okay, then so did I. Yeah, that gives a plus two. Okay, then yeah, you start zoom zoom and you figure out immediately how to pilot this orange, and <laughs> it is rolling as fast as it has ever rolled. If I may, with that help out, what I think makes sense is that Mort goes up to the controls such that they are and starts futzing around. And then a gnome just hurls himself up onto the console and shows me which buttons to push. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, uh, um, Mort, you are friends with my um, favorite tall gnome. You're going to have to speak up, son. uh, So, this is my yell. I'm yelling to you. I'm sorry for yelling, but I want you to know that Icky was doing it this way. He turned turned that that little sack of juice uh, this way and he squeezed it like this. Turn, squeeze, shift. Okay, here we go. We're going to have to work on that yell, boy. But Icky's not here? Yeah. Icky is uh, gone at the moment. Oh, you can no. look for Icky probably with a Rita Sitch. Or would it be like the psychic, whatever that weird move yeah, is? Yeah, please the, do the it. Open your brain. 
Um, I'm not good at that, but I think girls like we're. I think we like. I feel like Star Wars wise, you know, when you like run to the ship and you're like, "Wait, where's so and so?" Um, girls just like, "Wait, where's where's Icky?" I I don't know. I I saw them disappear. Um, you can't leave him behind, and I'm gonna run back out and like look around the forest and yell out, "Icky, Icky, this is a great game, but we <laughs> we gotta get, we gotta go." Uh, I have some bullets I can give you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why don't you read us? That's Rita Sitch. You're not trying to do the psychic thing, right? No, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm can't a normal and don't human. want to are two different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both. But that's okay. Cause that is a 13. Okay. Uh, I don't know that any of these questions super help but i'm sure we can finagle it uh you get to ask three who's in control i i actually think that you i don't know how you get the sense of this from looking around but maybe it's just deducing that icky has disappeared before and it's always been on icky's terms i think you i think you kind of realize that icky is in control where's my best escape route in What's my best way in? In to find Icky? To get Icky, yeah. (laughs) I think that it's... uh, Honestly, if you, a non-magical person, try to stay here to try and figure out a way into the maelstrom, uh, (laughs) you're going to get bowled over by Queen Mab's Mm -hmm. literal arm. So essentially, I can't, is what you're saying. (laughs) I think the best way in to to find and save Icky would be to get back to the Overgrown and then <laughs> find a way back into the wild to I can't find do and that. save. So, <sighs> okay, yeah, okay, think, okay. I think that's a tricky one. That's fine. That is an acceptable but sad answer. I know. I'm sorry. Can I call on Spurt or Fickle? You could probably get Splurt over here. Okay, I'm gonna like get on spirit and ride with the giant orange. Um, but I'm gonna call out to Spurt. Spurt! Spurt, I'm holding up my end of the bargain, but you have to help me. What's up, girl? Uh, it's Spurt, but it's totally cool when you say Spurt, that's fun too. <laughs> <laughs> You know, names are hard, especially here in the wild. Um, I need you to find uh, Icky. Icky's right over there. What are you talking about, girl? Hey, guys. Look. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're unstable, Cap. Uh, yeah. Do I see him? Um, What you see is through the torrent, the um, the cavalry of uh, rolling c- citruses, uh, <laughs> yes. you see one very bright, very uh, glowing, um, very, not a lot of things are comforting in, the, in this part of the wild, but this 
for some reason gives you some kind of feeling of hope and like it's going to be okay, um, you see a white stag mm-hmm. out in the distance. Is that supposed to be sneaky? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but I will give you, I will tell you that something is telling you that Icky is going, your GM is telling you that Icky is going to be fine. GM <laughs> <laughs> magic. Oh, I had dinner plans. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, okay, so your commandeered orange uh, speeds on, and so does Spirit, the rolling, the rolling multicolored horse. Um, <laughs> and you hold on for dear life, and the gnomes ride on the other two unnamed uh, horses that don't roll. They both they change colors, but they don't roll. Excuse uh, me, they do have names. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are Dusty they? and Chief? Dusty and Chief, <laughs> the non-rolling rainbow horses, <laughs> and the hodag or hodag as uh, he prefers to get to be called, uh, leads you to a place where, in between two of these gnarled, twisting, ugly winter trees, is a swirling, um, magical uh, pattern. You can't go back to the overgrown if you don't know your name, girl. Says who? It's just the way the magic works. I don't make the magic rules. It's the fairies that do that. Mm-hmm. I'm just a sprite. Well, wasn't that like part of your arrangement? Yeah, I fulfilled my part of the bargain. Well, Fickle told me it was up to me to, to if I had to. I'm going to grab it. Spurt by like the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go? Why don't you go aggro on someone plus hard? <laughs> I was Finally. literally just about to do the same thing. So can I history <laughs> help out? Yes. Oh, definitely. Please. You both <sighs> take split. You reach a hand out of the window of the orange <laughs> to strangle splurt. Buddy. Well, it ne- never, never mind because I rolled a six. Cool. Oh, no. I rolled an eight. Uh, well, I did math and then I forgot it. Eleven. Oh, so they have to either force your hand and suck it up or cave and do what you want. I'm shaking them recklessly. <laughs> now listen here. I held up my end of the bargain. Now you and your boss, air quotes, have to fulfill yours. Otherwise, Fickle's going to need to find another henchman. <sighs> Okay, girl. Your name isn't girl. It's Belladran. Boring. Boring name. Belladran. Boring. Chuck him into the sky. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is kind of a boring name. (laughs) Aubrey. Yeah? Did did you release? Oh, yeah. That worked just fine. You're free. Yay. Hodag, can we get to the passage? Yeah, I think the passage is swirling in front of you. I think that maybe you've, I don't know if you've skidded to a stop or if the orange is about to go through it or it's up Mm -hmm. to you. Oh, I'm not. I'm bringing this orange. Yeah. Aubrey, I think things are going to go into slow motion here real quick. Yeah. Aubrey, you're looking out the back window. You glance out the back window of your orange 
to make sure you still have distance between you and Queen Mab's army. And your gnomes have stopped following. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are looking at you blinking. Kruk steps up on the window and looks at you and he says, My queen, um, I am <laughs> sorry, but um, we love you, but <laughs> we cannot go to that place where you want to go right now. So I guess we we will say goodbye. Is this right? <laughs> oh. oh. Well, I have a question. What is your what is your question for me? <laughs> Tell me your question. <laughs> Do you think you could write me some more poetry and then maybe I can come back sometime and you can give it to me then? Cute. That is a wonderful idea. I will write you the most lovely poem I have if <laughs> you have you could have um, okay you have to go bye (laughs) (laughs) and then he falls out the back of the orange bye I'll see you all later (laughs) waves bye this conversation is already pretty much under those so shove yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then into a snowy field in the overgrown somewhere in the northern Midwest fall uh, Mort, Bella, Aubrey, and Doc. And you're all, you all just like get splattered with the viscera oh. of orange. Oh, uh, this this giant orange doesn't make it into the white or into yeah, the overgrown. Yeah, it turns you into just, a big old orange, and <laughs> like an orange comes through, and then we all explode out of it. <laughs> oh, Not God. that it really matters, but is Nelson with us? No, no, no I think no. Nelson also <laughs> stayed behind. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nelson was like, brother. so we're back through and we're all orange juicified mort is licking each of his fingers individually Uh, i didn't care for that that's okay i like (laughs) it i think it so it's snowy and cold here but it is mercifully warmer than the wild at any Mm -hmm. given point yeah i think aubrey's like pouting that's really unfortunate. You know, they really, really loved me. I have to find my way back. Girl is gonna get up and try and look for the most human thing that she can find. <laughs> uh, that won't be necessary. I'm right here. Oh! I'm just kidding. I have no idea at this point. If you. <laughs> Uh, if you, want you can't this- just drop Ari Green's voice <laughs> like that. Uh, uh, I drop. Play the music. <laughs> I kind of like actually that Agent, the young, like back when he was still mm-hmm. serving Goodfellow, Agent Ari Green finds you here to help you get reacclimated. Well, let's get all of that orange shoes off of you <laughs> quickly. <laughs> Can't decide if if uh, Bella would actually point a gun at you or not. When you say let's get the orange juice off you, I'm like, I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> I know I've been there. 
So do you guys want to find out what happened to Icky? Yeah. Yes. Our little child thing. Was he snacking on rocks? A little Jawa boy. Icky, as you travel through the maelstrom, I think <laughs> that even though you didn't choose this option, you can see uh, these oranges. I'm thinking cinematically, these oranges and grapefruits are zipping uh, in a, all in the same direction. Uh, and you're walking like diagonally across the battlefield, so to speak. And I think even like if one hits you, so to speak, it just passes through you as you're in this other world. Um, and you're being uh, guided by this white stag. The whispers are calling you it, uh, constantly to follow it. And, and they're just beckoning you forward. I'm coming. Let's go see what's on the other side. <laughs> well, I'm going to miss the Jolly Rancher lady. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Finger. I miss you too, Walking Icky. through the maelstrom. <laughs> 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 hope, hope the wolves don't eat me. <laughs> 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 and eventually you walk and you walk until you get quite tired. Uh, you I can use a nap. You are exhausted. And you walk for what feels like days because you have no food with you. I mean, you can eat rocks mm. and whatnot. <laughs> Just maybe oh, a passing twig. <laughs> And you get to the point where you start to see buildings, buildings that look more comforting and uh, quaint than the ramshackle cottages of the of Aubrey's cult, cult village. <laughs> <laughs> but you see large spider webs and trees, and you see suspicious eyes peeking at you through curtains. Uh, but the stag guides you towards the center of the town where you see a lantern hanging on a pole. And when you look up at the stag, she's no longer a stag. She's a, a woman. Oh. And she looks at you and she says, You must be lost. What is your name? <laughs> I'm... Iggy. Iggy is a fine name. I shall call you Ignis. I... Uh, yeah. Okay. You were lost, and I will show you how to guide others like you. <gasps> and her lantern glows blue. <gasps> Aww. <laughs> Cute. Uh, would our guests like to tell our audience where they can find your wonderful, wonderful show? Hell yeah. Johnny, you do it. I will do it. <laughs> we are the Monsters Playbook is the name of our show. You can find us on everywhere you get your podcasts, wherever you are likely listening to this or wherever you listen to Shrimp and Crits. We are also on 
Twitter at Monster Playbook. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Monsters Playbook. And we are on Web 1.0 at MonstersPlaybook.com. Yeah. We also have a Tumblr. So you can oh, yeah, we some do. of our little side stories and possible personal art that we create. We, na- know, we now have a Tumblr where we are putting, uh, I guess it's not technically fan fiction because it's canonical because we're the ones who make it, but we write fan fiction about our story. It's not, it's not <laughs> weird. It's, it's perfectly normal and it makes sense to everybody. And we also... Yeah. That's okay. Kat made us a Wikipedia, so... <laughs> We've got a wiki too. We have a Wikipedia. We have a wiki on Obsidian Portal and we have a Discord where we hang out and, uh, based on today, talk about food a lot. <laughs> Yeah, come talk about chopped and cutthroat, cutthroat kitchen. kitchen. I love cutthroat kitchen. And open brown. We have fun. Oh, and we also have listening parties mm-hmm. of our episodes, and those mm-hmm. are also lots of fun. And yeah. if a listening party is listening to this now, hello. Yay. <laughs> Maya, Lauren, Johnny, I want to thank you all for joining us uh you are a really fun crew to hang out with um really enjoyed playing with you in the past so thanks yeah. for coming on the show yeah i'm gonna piggyback back in on that one thank you so much it was a lot of fun yeah it was really fun playing with you guys <clears throat> and thanks cap to you too for yeah. your stuff <laughs> you know yeah thank you for making us all cry and for staying up late with us oh thanks i expect my paycheck in the mail <laughs> yes <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, all my little guppies. Y'all have a good night now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye.